0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey
1: guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome,
2: my friends, to episode number 228 of the Metal Geek's podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carry the Metal Geek, along with... This is Brutal Dave. Hello, How's sir. Going, fellas? Good. And we also have with us again... George Tripsis. I, I said again like you're usually not here, but... Sometimes I'm not. That's true. Mentally, you're not sometimes.
3: Yeah, mentally I'm hardly ever here to be honest with <laughs> that's you. That's true. That's very true. Uh
2: so how how were your guys uh your Thanksgiving week? Did you guys do anything special?
1: I did um very little. Uh that's special. <laughs> and, well, in uh in regard to the holiday anyway. We yeah. we didn't we, we did a really chill one this time. That's so cool yeah it was it was pleasant. We basically we didn't do the whole big meal, but we still we still so, ate nice. It was we had a good meal, but then we spent the day doing Christmas decorating stuff and watching Christmas movies and stuff.
2: So oh, wow. Head start getting a head start.
1: Uh, that's uh thanksgiving is the official changeover from halloween to christmas for me like okay. th- thanksgiving that's the, is that's, that's a, it's just a it's just a landmark <laughs> to go <laughs> by like otherwise i don't really care that much about
0: the, the and Then january
1: 1st and first all
2: the all the halloween decorations and come then back january over. yeah halloween time again yeah <laughs> <Right>. that's <laughs> that's correct <laughs> what about you george what did you do
3: Uh, you know, same old, same old. You know, turkey and hanging out with the fam and dealing with family drama and. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know how that goes. I do. With the holidays, people gotta yell at each other.
2: We went to the in law. Yeah, I'll tell you all stuff later. (laughs) I can do it here, but we went to the in laws again. Uh, and I always they always make me bring uh, mac and cheese. I make mac and cheese. It's really good, but I wanted to try something new this year, so I decided to make my own cranberry sauce. And I wanted to keep it sort of low carb, so I found this recipe that uses uh, like cellulose and like another another uh, sugar replacement. It came out really good, actually. I was I really liked it.
3: But you could, you could just do organic cranberries.
2: They were organic cranberries. Thank you very much.
3: And and no, uh, you know, no like syrups.
2: Well, I didn't put a syrup. But I just put uh, sugar substitute.
3: That's what I'm saying. You could yeah. just not put sugar substitute. just no, have just the cranberries.
2: Just eat cranberries. Allulose or something like, like that. Well you could do like, yeah, just eat freeze the cranberries and eat those too. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I probably would. I like cranberry. Uh but even though I made my own cranberry sauce, I still ate the the gelled canned stuff because shit's delicious.
3: You know, until I uh married Catherine. I've never had uh cranberry sauce in a can Yeah uh yeah it's an experience I guess
2: I've I never had it until my until I got married and went to the in-laws as well so Yeah
3: it, it must time's... be a a white lady thing I don't know
2: <laughs> Maybe um <laughs> we should we should wiki wiki that and find out
3: <laughs> Maybe we'll see how many white ladies do the the can cranberry thing Uh we'll put a poll out for it Um, also what else did we do Uh, we played some board games at my in-laws in in Dallas Uh, and when we were here on this side of town we uh, we were redoing our cabinets in our kitchen so Mm -hmm. that took most of the holiday for me but in between that we also put up some Christmas
2: decorations did you go to Dallas?
3: I did I went to Dallas and then uh, we came back and did thanksgiving with my family and then uh then we uh started working in our kitchen and then started doing uh christmas stuff at the same time watching christmas movies at the same or at least at least having them on in the back so
2: you guys mentioned you both watch christmas movies what i watched one this this on my on my week off too and we're going to get to that one but what movies are your go-to christmas movies
3: well, I mean, for me, I weren't, wasn't, wasn't watching them watching them. They were just on in the background. Okay. But there are movies I like to sit and watch during Christmas time.
2: Maybe we'll, that'd be a topic, I think, for uh, our next episode right before the holiday hits. We can talk about our favorite holiday movies of all time. Sure. Okay. That'd be cool. Um, Awesome. Uh, I, I did go to the movies during my week off because I, I had the whole week off of work. Uh, the First couple days I was organizing stuff and cleaning up stuff and just sort of relaxing and sort of watching a few movies, but I went and saw strange world in the movie series. Oh, I forgot that was out. Yeah. Most people did. Apparently is that a, they didn't, they didn't that a, promote it like at all. Was, it a, some was it a Pixar
3: or was it a Disney? It was animation? a Disney
2: animation. No, uh, they all look it, the same now. It lost like a hundred million dollars or something.
0: Oof, my uh, goodness.
2: Here's what I want to say about strange world. It was really pretty. Um the the plot uh I didn't it was okay. It was very adventure adventurous, like um which I, I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, this is like it's like a movie of the adventurers club in a way, you know what I mean? Um that whole S E A, what is it, S C C A or whatever?
3: C, yeah. You
2: know what I'm talking about? The Disney like the Explorer. Jungle Cruise and Explorer yeah, yeah. Club the, and all yeah, that. The
3: Explorers uh, Club that's uh, yeah. part of Jungle Cruise. Um,
2: and then at the very end, I wasn't a fan of like how they ended the movie. So I'm not going to spoil it, but just what happened. It was very much like a level on God of War I just played. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that too. But oh, I, I, I did like, play okay. some
3: God of War over the holiday too. Yeah, that's another too. thing I did.
2: I'm probably I had, like five I had, hours I had of that war. game.
3: I had one day to play it, and so I oh, yeah? played. I played for like four hours.
2: I'm probably about five or six hours into the game right cool. now. Do you liking it?
3: Oh yeah, it's just as good as the last one. So yeah, it's beautiful game. It looks great on my PS5.
2: Yeah, it looks yeah amazingly. You got the PS5 version, right? Yes. Okay. Uh yeah, it looks beautiful. The and the gameplay just feels a lot right now. It's just like oh, this is more of the same. You know what I mean? Well, but it's a, it's a sequel. I, I know, but.
3: Did you? you what, did, what did you want more of
2: i wanted more of of the good stuff the good stuff <laughs> it's it's good but you know um i don't know i don't know if have I you a, had a chance to more. play
3: as atreus yet yes i have okay so that's where i just finished playing i thought that was a really cool mix up i maybe
2: maybe 45 minutes past that area mm, okay i just started the next big mission uh after that section so yeah cool. It's a good game. I'm definitely gonna 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 complete it. You know.
3: Word. Boy, boy. He doesn't say that. He hasn't said that about, once. I know, right? Every time I I hear he like pauses for a minute. I'm like, oh, he's gonna say it. He's gonna. There's and gonna be
2: it, a. There's gonna be a point where he loses his temper and his boys is gonna come out. You know. Yeah. It.
0: He's just don't. Go. God. Oh, Damn oh, it.
3: Jesus. See. Boy. Something happened.
1: Boy uh, yeah. fell down. <laughs> my, <laughs> my uh, my uh, video game controller fell off my desk.
3: he's yeah, jumping out of your controller.
2: The the blade, of fury. <laughs> that's a that's a weapon. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's a great looking game, but um,
3: you're not you're not loving it. Not your game no, no, of no. the year.
2: No, I, I didn't say that. I wasn't loving it. It's just um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just I expected maybe a little bit different but i don't know why i was expecting that it shouldn't be different you know what i mean yeah i mean
3: if it was too drastically different you would complain about how different it was
2: uh you're right i mean the gameplay is it's still great it's just it just feel i i just beat the other one not that long ago it feels like and it's like it's directly more you know what i mean
3: i don't know i feel like this game makes you uh, lean heavily more on one type of uh, weapon versus the axe where in the last game you had to use the axe more Hmm. and i feel like this one they want you to use the blades more yeah at least that's been my experience so far i mean you
2: would use the blades in the last one a lot too but
3: not until like the very end of the game
2: but you gotta remember the the blades fury was pretty much the only weapon you had in the old school god of war games true
3: that's very true
2: so bringing it back old school
3: and the new the new shield mechanic is pretty cool
0: Mm.
2: yeah if you don't get a hang of that shield mechanic you know some of those bosses are gonna kick your ass
3: that's right it's
2: true uh you playing anything else
3: uh no that was about it i did see a couple of movies over the the weekend as well but I, we can either talk about let's go back to or... that
2: after we talk about gaming real quick because sure. i have a couple of movies that i saw too um. uh i've been playing Gossam nights a little bit i borrowed it i don't, I, don't know if I mentioned it before i borrowed it from a buddy of mine and, and how uh, terrible is it? It's not that terrible. It's not great.
3: <laughs> it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's not
2: that terrible. Um, it, it got a lot more hate than I think it really deserves. Um, it, it feels like um, not a watered down version of like the Gossam Knight series, but maybe oh. just a, a toned down difficulty level. Um, and there's some weird design choices in it, but... The plot is good. The story stuff is pretty fun. I'm playing as Nightwing. Now you can play as other characters, but I mean, I actually picked it up during Black Friday sale for like thirty bucks. After that, so
3: that's thirty dollars you threw away there, huh?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Until you asked me, can I borrow it?
3: (laughs) It's probably this is the only time I'll ever play it. To be honest with you,
2: (laughs) what about you, Dave?
1: You play any games? Yeah, I've been so. Uh, I started a couple months back playing through Doom titles that I had missed over the years. Uh, So I played through uh, the uh, Doom 3 BFG edition so that I could play the expansions because I'd never played the expansions for that one.
2: What are you playing them on? On PC? On PC,
1: yeah. Then I also um, played Doom 64, which I like... All this time, I I thought that Doom sixty four was like a Nintendo sixty four port of Doom, right? Of, and but it's not. It's a brand it's new a, game. Like, yeah. It's it's a whole other game. And I had I have that in a box
2: actually. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's interesting because it it still plays exactly like Doom, but it's a kind of a different engine, yeah. and all of the graphics are redone, and uh, all, like all of the monsters look different. They're um, all sixty four blocky graphics 64 bit. um, I mean, it's still, it's still (laughs) sprites, you know, they're not 3d rendered. Uh, but they, they look like they had done 3d modeling renders and then turned those into sprites is what it looks like. That's kind of, it's kind of odd looking at first. Yeah. Um, but a good game though, actually, um, real, it's a solid doom game. Apparently a lot of people consider it the true doom three. Um,
2: (laughs) because <laughs> a lot of people don't care for Doom. 3.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I, so, what's up? Wow. I got you. A, I got you a Doom game for your collection. I know we had talked about. it. You're like, no, I'm. But for the price, I couldn't pass it up. Oh, okay. The uh, GameStop had all their games on clearance. Our the mm-hmm. the clearance stuff was like 50 percent off, and they had the Doom Three VR game. Yeah. Uh, for like, it was like a dollar on clearance, so it really made it fifty cents apparently right, that's right.
1: apparently that's really good it is uh, like i i was watching a, a video uh on it's youtube a few good. days ago
2: it's definitely worth 50 the cent
1: <laughs> the guy was saying that he feels like doom 3 it wasn't designed for vr but it feels like it was designed for vr once you play it in vr like yes. it, he said it just naturally suits it there was
2: another um, there was another doom game that uh, they have on the vr but i don't think they ever released a no they, there was a disc version of it um, and I think you you played it one time. You like you played it for, like I
1: got you, sick. You got sick. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I, I don't know that 3D. I I don't generally get motion sickness, but some like 3D glasses and 3D goggles and stuff.
2: I can see where combined game, like, with
1: motion, I get motion sickness. I can
2: see where that because that Doom game uh, that you tried is very much like in, in the the style of the newer Doom yeah, series. Yeah, very so fast pace. Very fast pace, and I could definitely see if you have any kind of like uh you know getting sick from vr that would definitely do it because it's it's fast it did me i start i got i got all hot and like i was like i
1: I hit a moment where i was like oh wait if i don't stop i'm probably gonna hurl so
2: i should (laughs) (laughs) and if you if you would have hurled i was gonna blow chunks yeah oh are you a sympathetic vomiter no but that's a it's a line from a
1: Wayne. oh yeah that's right i yeah that's true. if you hurl anyway blow chunks now I'm in the middle of um, Final Doom, uh, which if you have the Steam version of Doom, you can get Final Doom now as a free oh, oh uh, really download. I yeah. do have
2: that. I have to go check um, it out. I have the I have the disc of
0: that still.
1: They've updated how all of like how all the Steam listings for Doom work. They've updated it, and so you from within Doom now you have access to a bunch of like extra content. Uh, a lot of oh, okay. like you u- user made stuff and other like non-canon campaigns and stuff like that. Well, Final Doom w- originally was that. Final Doom was a bunch of levels that yeah. were f- fan made levels that then basically got sanctioned by id. and they released them commercially and added them to the canon. and they're part of the overall story. so i'm I'm almost to the end of Plutonia experiment. Which is uh, a collection of the hardest levels, the hardest Doom levels ever commercially released, and boy are they!
2: <laughs> Apparently, Holy I shit. do not have Doom on my Steam account. I have them on my Switch now, um, but I thought I—I I I, I thought I had bought like a Doom collection at some point, but I have not.
1: Oh well, uh, wait a couple weeks, uh, and there will be a holiday sale, and yes. they will more than likely be on there. I for will. I'll do that. N- not expensive.
2: I just bought the. Uh, they had like a. It was like five seventy five on the um, Steam the store. It was like the whole entire Valve collection for five seventy five, and I only had like two out of like twelve games. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, that's definitely worth it. The one that they just did, yeah, the, the from just a few days ago, yeah. I think so, I. All the Half-Life games, uh, all both Left for Dead, uh, Portal games, Counter-Strike, all that kind of stuff, all included. So I have. Oh, I think I did see that, but I I have a lot of that
1: stuff. Yeah. So I, I skipped it, but I did pick up some stuff during that sale though. So uh, I finally. So I had I had funds set aside just waiting for stuff to go on sale. Right. Um. And uh, they do. So I. I picked up Proteus, which I have played a little bit of now. And so far, pretty fun. I have that on my uh, game path. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, it's uh, a, a modern take on classic shooters. It's like mm-hmm. that. Um, the graphics, even, are they're sprites, but like they're much more three dimensional sprites. There's more animation to them, but they're still like pixelated. Okay. Um, but you can like target certain parts of the enemies and like, you can shoot legs off and like
2: it, they like, like you, in it real change- time type of stuff or more like a fault, like a fallout type of, uh, shooting parts of body stuff off.
1: No, like in, in real time, like uh-huh. as you're playing the game where you hit the sprite, it'll change the sprite. Like the, like pieces so of them will come off. How However,
2: however good of a aim you are. Basically, sort of, or where you're
1: targeting. And apparently, like, I haven't played it very much, but I figured out, like, some of the enemies, like, there's certain strategy to, like, hey, shoot the legs out from under that guy so he can't chase you anymore. <laughs> like, that makes sense. That kind of thing. Um, so, so far, pretty fun game. I like it. Um, Cause does,
2: am, am I wrong? Because I, I haven't played a lot of the Fallout stuff. I know you've played a lot more, but isn't that, it sort of like your time slows down. You can sort of, like, aim and, and pick which cards so, you want to shoot at. What it when and real quick, what it is in Fallout
1: is uh, it that's kind of a in the uh, in the first person Fallouts, it's kind of a holdover from when Fallout was a uh, role playing game, a yeah, like a top down view, yeah, yeah, and uh, where you could basically stop time to put your commands in. Like if you ever played Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale or any of those games, you could stop time so that you could pick your actions for everybody and then start time up and they would go do their thing. It kind of worked like that in the old fallout game. So I feel like, I think they were putting that into the first person shooters, but it's, it's a function of your, um, pit boy, the big wrist thing that you wear is it's it's basically, it's basically a, uh, computer aided targeting.
2: Um, and you mentioned Icewind Dale, my favorite member of enslaved. (laughs)
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, that's funny. Um, it's true though. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what the VATS is. It's like a computer aided targeting and that's, that's what, that's why it slows down. Is it, you basically get a superhuman burst of speed and that's what that's representing. Um, and so, yeah, I got that. I picked up, I finally picked up, um, Metal Singer, which I haven't started oh, up yet, but nice. it's, I, I did install it and it's ready to go. And I got, um, oh, I got, yeah, it was, it was one of the items on sale. Nice. Uh, I also got, um, I've had this for PlayStation, but, um, I got the fallout Four like the game of the year edition with all mm-hmm. the DLCs and stuff. Cause it was like super cheap. Have fun with that um i love that game fallout yeah, is a great game um then i also got the uh calabunga collection the oh. ninja turtles calabunga collection
3: nice. i was gonna on, get that but i decided on PC?
2: not to you got it on PC? pretty neat or? so
1: far yeah on pc um i played a little bit of the arcade game um yeah. for a little while it's fun it's good stuff
2: I, I like that. I, I think it's one of the best packages of a, of a retro collection done in a long mm-hmm. time. Cause it really, um, they give love to the games and then like the history of everything. And like, this is really well. Yeah. Done. There's all kinds of like little bonus,
1: like bonus artwork. And yeah. like, like you, you go to the turtles layer and you can like, look at all of the old box art for all the old cartridge yep. games. And the, yeah, the, there's comic book covers that you can look, flip through and,
2: I got the yeah, uh, the Atari Fifty cool. Collection, and it's sort of the same way, and sort of the same thing. It's very, it feels more like a uh, an Atari museum that you're looking through that just has happens to have playable games. Okay, and it has like Atari Links. It has some Jaguar games. It has some brand new games on there, so it's very interesting. But there's a lot of video element and like history of of different things doesn't have doesn't talk about the Atari speaker hat, but
1: the Atari could, speaker hat. I don't
2: know what the. So Atari's tried to come back in the past two years, and they have this thing called the Atari speaker hat, and it's exactly okay. what you think it is. It's a hat that has speakers built into it,
0: and it Why? apparently is
2: like seventy percent off right now because I got an email about it. I'm like, okay, still don't want Why? it. I don't know.
1: You look at oh, like they're like in the bill. Huh? Yeah. That's weird. It
2: is, right? I don't want one of those. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're seventy five percent off now. How much does it say that they are right now? Uh, there is. Oh shit. Um,
1: where... Let's see here. Best Buy, uh, thirty three dollars. Okay. Regularly a hundred and thirty
2: dollars. Oh yeah, on their website, yeah, there's thirty nine dollars. That's why?
1: Why? Why a hundred and thirty dollars for a He's couple right. of little speakers in the bill of a hat? That is completely unnecessary.
3: How many people lose a hat? They, they, they can't so. be that good,
2: no. <laughs> but maybe you know, they are. But you know what you can do? That's even cooler. Is just wear any hat you fucking want, and put in headphones. Same thing. Yep
0: all right
2: moving away from the atari uh snapback speaker hat <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'm looking at the amazon listing for it now where, where it is still 130 dollars? oh is it really by the way. yeah uh there's a and i i got a, a laugh because the hat has a power button and i'm like that
0: that's something you want to wear when it's raining i get
1: that it would have to but it just struck me as funny (laughs) that the hat has a power button shit
2: i can't go out i forgot to power my hat (laughs) um wow there's a couple of games coming out soon that i'm actually looking forward to uh one is called the Callisto callisto protocol and it's done by uh, former developers from the Dead Space series, and it actually comes out tomorrow, but I don't think I'm getting it tomorrow. I'm getting it like in a week or so because like I pre-ordered it from Target because uh, I had like the special coupon or something. So the game was like sixty nine dollars, right? So I got it for like fifty one dollars with my coupon and all that, right? Or 50 something, fifty something dollars. It was a good deal off. And then it was supposed to come out tomorrow, and I got a, a email uh, last week saying that oh, your pre-order has been pushed back till the night. I'm like, why? So I contacted them. They're like, oh yeah, it looks like our our um, inventory in their warehouse might be low. I'm like, yeah, but I've, I pre-ordered it. they so like, if Sorry. we gave you an
3: ordered like, it too late,
2: yeah. So heard. like, if you if we gave you an extra ten dollars off, would that make you happy? I was like, yeah, sure, just do that. So like, when it does ship, it's only like forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm what I'm going to try to do. Is go into the store tomorrow if I find okay. Target has it in store. Here's my pre order. Can I just move it here to the store? You know what I mean? Maybe they'll let me do it. I, I don't know. But and there's also What's up with that? yeah. And there's a the the X Men Midnight well, Sun or the, the Marvel point, Midnight Sun.
1: The point of the pre order is to give the store an idea of how many units to buy to begin with.
2: Well, this is online like, pre order.
1: I get that. Yeah, but. Did they just not manufacture enough? Was I that don't, the problem? I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, you if it, that's the problem, with, I guess if you pre-order something, you, you 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 feel I feel like I'm in an agreement that okay, I'm paying you this money to receive this item. I pre-ordered it before it's released in the store. I should have it on or about release date, right? That that mm-hmm. should be like the agreement that we get into when you purchase anything. Sometimes that does not <laughs> work like that. So I ordered a, this was a little bit of a rant. I, I had a bitch at Am- Amazon today. I pre-ordered or not pre ordered but this, there's a, this monkey's little collection box that I wanted. Right. And, uh, I, when I ordered it, I'm like, oh, it's sort of hard to find. So when I ordered it, it's like, oh, it's expected delivery November 28th through December 2nd. I'm like, okay, that's, I ordered like two months ago, right? I'm like, okay, that makes sense. They told me ahead of time that's not going to be here for two months. So the beginning of this week, it says, oh, now it's expected to be delivered on Friday. I'm like, oh, great, that's great. I wake up this morning I, and I get an email, oh, your order has been canceled. <laughs> the, <laughs> they They don't have it. I'm like, that's bullshit. And it wasn't an Amazon. It was uh, it was sold to Amazon, but it was a, a third party. You know, like they can't just. So we've had to reach out to the third party because they didn't reach out to me and give me any kind of reasoning or warning or anything. They just canceled it. Oh yeah, we just canceled your order. Like, well, what if it was like a present for somebody? You know, you expecting something. It's it's frustrating like like that. I get it, but it's so frustrating. Um, no, the other game I wanted to mention real quick was that Marvel Midnight Suns. Is that right? Midnight Suns, yeah. That comes out this week, too. It's uh, made by Firaxis, who did, um, they do, like, strategy-type games. And I've watched a couple of reviews, and it actually looks pretty interesting. It's still sort of still of a turn-based strategy-style game, but it's also, like, a card battler at the same time. But they say it's pretty dumbed down for the general public. And they say the story and the gameplay is actually really, really cool. I was like, all right. That, that sounds fun. And what was the name of it? Midnight Suns. Midnight Marvel Midnight Suns. Suns. Yeah, it's a okay. very it has a lot to do with supernatural characters and stuff like that. So I know some of the playable characters are like Doctor Strange and Magic is in there, who's like one of my favorite characters. Apparently, Nico from The Runaways is a playable character. I mean, it's pretty cool. They're, like, diving into, like, some of the the lower-tiered stuff, you know? Of course, you still have yeah. your Wolverine and Spider-Man and Captain America and all that, too. But you got to. You got to. You got to. All right. Uh, let's talk about what we've been watching. Um, George, I cut you off earlier. Let's get into... You said you watched a few movies. So did I. Watched, I so.
3: Yeah, I watched um, the new movie called The Menu. Starring, uh, what was his name? Ray Fines. Uh, Ra- Ra- Rafe Ralph. It's Rafe Finds. It's Ray.
2: Rafe Let's call him and find out. It's Rafe Finds. I, I looked it up. It is Rafe.
3: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I have it ingrained in my brain because no real person would ever actually call themselves Rafe when their name is spelled Ralph. It's That's redon- actually,
1: so we looked it up. It's apparently fairly common in England, in some parts of England
3: whatever. England's crazy. Even though oh, it
2: is Rafe. Too. Yeah. R-A-Y-F is how it's pronounced. It's
3: ridiculous. There's an L in his fucking name though.
2: Anyway, I never called, I never called my dad's name with middle name with Ralph. I never called him Rafe. Well, there you go. Uh,
3: I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was uh really good, a lot of fun. Uh, for those who don't know the premise, it's about like these uh, group of people who go to this hoity-toity restaurant that's like off the coast And it's like, uh, you know, $1,500 a person per night uh, for this restaurant. And you are guaranteed an experience. And when they get there, they get more than they bargained for. Um, uh, And that's like the shortened, sweetened (laughs) version without actually giving any spoilers. That's that's
2: the elevator pitch right there.
3: Yeah, uh, it's um, like if you've seen the trailer, you know that shit goes haywire yeah and people people get like uh they i do want to see
2: it yeah uh, people get sure dead they'll... uh real quick they get eaten too right
3: uh i'm not gonna spoil anything all right uh it's uh it's it's nice and thrilling uh lots of tension uh it's really funny at times um, okay unfortunately i feel like it's missing a few parts a few ingredients if you will uh, and it doesn't really kind of like, uh, like bring it home for me at the end, mm. but I still had a great time. It was like one of the m- more fun times that I had at the theater this year. So, nice. uh, but it's really hard to watch Rafe fines, uh, on screen and not think Voldemort So the whole entire time I was thinking I was watching Voldemort cook for me or, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So, uh, the it was to not be named. Yeah. He's like, Potter, you know, Um, Anna Taylor Joy is great
2: you know I was about to ask you is this a movie with Anna Taylor Joy and of course it is
3: yeah she's in it you know she has those big eyes and she's like the uh, she's the linchpin for the audience to like discover this you know Mm. world of the elite with right, Um, has Nicholas Holt and he's really fun he plays like a uh, foodie fanboy which is you know a lot of fun and then they have a lot of like other, uh, you know, um, I kind I of can't think of the word right now, but like archetypes that you're familiar with that really play into the part. And, you know, after a while, you start to understand what's the point. Cool. You saw uh, that on the computer? I did. I saw that uh, right before Thanksgiving.
2: Right. Know? Cool.
3: And then I after that, I went to go see this other movie. Called uh, Bones and All. And it is... Uh, Which one was that? I've heard another it is, cooking movie. It is a cannibalistic romance movie.
2: Like I said, another cooking movie.
3: <laughs> There's definitely some meeting going on. That's for sure. Uh, I, I, I This is not my original review, but I've read this online and I, I thought it was too good to ignore uh someone re- gave this a three word review and they said eat pray love and i thought it was just <laughs> fucking hilarious and it. it was just so so good
2: eat literally eat
3: yeah uh i like the movie uh, i don't recommend this movie for everybody i don't think this is a movie that general public will enjoy um but i did think it was really good it gave me like uh hints of uh This is old vampire movie by Catherine Bigelow called uh, near dark. Mm -hmm. If you've ever heard of that or seen that, it gives me like a little bit of those vibes, but instead of vampires or cannibals. And uh, if you took that movie and mashed it in with blue Valentine or, uh, or, uh, uh, between the twin uh, twin pines kind of thing. Um, That's the movie you get here. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Timothy Chalamet was great. The uh, young actress from Lost in Space TV show on Netflix. She's also in it. She was great. Um, The guy who. uh, God, He was in a lot of like Spielberg movies. He played. uh, He was the BFG, the big friendly giant. But I don't remember the actor's name right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he's in it, too. What's really funny is that this mom and daughter were sitting next to me when the movie started and then like the first cannibal scene happened and uh, immediately the mom and daughter like, like, oh my God, what the fuck and got (laughs) out of their seat and left. And this is like 10 minutes into the movie. They didn't. And and I was like, did you did you not watch the trailer? Like the trailer does not lie about what it is. It's about two people in love who are cannibals. It's absolutely what it is. Uh, maybe,
1: anyway. they just, maybe they just showed up at the theater and they're like, oh, let's take a shot in the dark.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet joint. We liked him in that one movie. Was it was that him in it? Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's okay. the, he's like the star in the movie.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: It's a good movie. I liked it. I don't think uh, Carrie would like it. No? Uh, Dave, Dave is a toss up. I'm not entirely sure.
2: Why wouldn't I like it? Doesn't because you have plebeian taste, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, you, you,
3: I, I, what I know about you, Carrie.
2: After you don't, Noi, you don't after, think I like a good cannibal movie? Come on,
3: I. If it involved like you know trauma, a love story, yeah, trauma. But, then you would involve you would like a cannibal story.
2: That's probably true.
3: But if it was like a romantic teenage love romp with oh, teenage a, fuck that. Yeah, well, they're teenagers that are in love with each other, or early twenties that are in love with each other.
1: Yeah, they can go ahead and get right off Carrie's lawn. Thank you. That's right. very much. And, uh,
3: That's right. I, I, I just knowing I'm not paying you, for that shit. After, after knowing you for a better part of a decade, <laughs> Carrie, I could I can kind of have an idea what your tastes are, and I'm pretty sure this is out of your or out of your perfume.
2: Okay.
3: If you watch this and you do like it. Please let me know right away so I can correct that. Am I, I'm in my I'm going to wait for
2: this to stream. and I'm going to watch this and I'm going to prove you right.
3: You're going to prove me right that, that <laughs> you did not like. That? Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> like the confidence when I said that. <laughs>
3: absolutely. Um, and then I also watched uh, a Christmas movie. It's on Apple TV Plus.
2: I know what you're going to say. Is it's, it irritated?
3: It, yes, it's been advertised everywhere. Yes, like it nobody's, has. Nobody's business yeah uh i didn't know what to expect i was already in my mind thinking i wasn't gonna like it
2: yep me too um i thought it was just gonna be like a redo of like scrooged
3: that's exactly what i thought too and then the first musical number came on yeah and then i went oh this is a musical and it doesn't takes itself seriously Yep. um and at the same time it's a whole new angle it was kind of like if uh Prep and Landing met a musical that was also <laughs> part of Christmas Carol.
2: I've never seen Prep and Landing, so
3: oh, it's like an awesome Disney cartoon yeah. thing that was
2: like Phineas and Fur people, right?
3: No, I think it's the Walt Disney Studio.
2: Okay, well, so anyway, what did you what did you think?
3: I I really enjoyed it. I think it's unfair that uh, Will Ferrell has two Christmas classics now uh, under <laughs> his does. belt. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I really do think this is going to be something for people who like silly comedies yeah. and also who like uh like Christmas movies. And this happens to mix two things that I like together. And uh, I was really, you know, cautiously optimistic and I and uh, I was glad to be proven wrong.
2: Did you watch this movie, Dave? No, I haven't even. I've never heard of it. It's yeah, Apple TV. I've, I think was. I've
1: seen the name listed in some stuff, but it just kind of passed. I on you.
3: so to give you the rundown, Dave, just real quick. So it's basically a Christmas Carol,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh,
3: but instead the Scrooged person being the main character. Uh, it's basically the the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future. Are like our main characters, but more specifically, the Ghost of Christmas Present, and we stay with them the whole entire time. And them going around Scrooging people is like part of the thing, like a business that they do. It's okay. like, It's All like right. a job that you uh, graduate into, it, it,
2: and it's like a it's like a whole business side of it.
3: And uh, Ryan Reynolds plays your person who is going to be Scrooged that year. And uh their goal is to make sure that he uh atone for his sins and you know uh anyway, uh spirited. It's uh a lot of fun. And and did you like it? You hate musicals normally, so
2: I I watch this movie too. And y- you know I don't hate musicals. I just don't like a lot of musicals. Um I I thought this movie was way better than it deserved to be. I really did enjoy this movie a lot, Uh, but I like Will Ferrell and I like Ryan Reynolds. So I thought that was a great combination. Um, Not to spoil anything in the movie, but man, it's just, it was a good character development. It was just fun. It was, and there was a lot of funny moments and a lot of, it was a good holiday movie. It's going to be a good classic movie for people to watch, you know?
3: Absolutely. If you have Apple TV plus.
2: If you have Apple TV Plus, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, it is a little long though. It's a little on the hefty side. It's like two mm-hmm. hours and some change.
2: It didn't feel like that long, but maybe. Yeah,
3: it's a little long, but it's uh, enjoyable. I I enjoyed watching it. It was like, it's a good thing to watch after we put up our Christmas tree with all the ornaments on it. So felt a little Christmasy in the home.
2: So I watched that. Um, we watched. Uh, did you you watch see how they run as well, right?
3: I saw it in theaters like a you few times. ago. You saw it in the theaters, yeah. A few
2: I saw it. Ago. I saw it over the break, and uh, I really, really liked that movie.
3: It's on HBO now, right? It's
2: on HBO. Yeah, stream, streaming on HBO Max and all that. Um, I also watched the Fletch Confess the Confess Fletch movie.
3: Yeah, that's on Amazon.
2: It was okay. I, I watched it on we had like Showtime free for the weekend or whatever. Nice. It was fine. It was a it was a Fletch movie. John Hamm wasn't bad. I liked it, it a lot. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was sort of predictable, but it was it was still fun. I, I it rem- it was Me a
3: lot of the books. So
2: yes, the yeah, the book the the movie was it's more the book than a Chevy Chase like interpretation. You and know I
3: like I like the Chevy Chase thing. I think it's like the Chevy Chase movies, just not yeah. as slapsticky.
2: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 enjoyed that, but I really, really liked to see how they run. Yeah. I just saw, uh, there was some, you know, like, like the big reveals. I'm like, Oh, I didn't,
3: you know, that I, play is still going on.
2: The did one he, that the movie is based on. Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah. It's still like going. I didn't even know it was a real England. play. No, no, no. It's a hundred percent legit. Yeah.
2: Oh, is it really? Yeah. I did not know that.
3: Uh, that's why they say that thing at the end. So
2: what? Like uh, that
3: you're complicit in the ending. So please don't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it.
2: Oh, okay. But yeah. um, What's his name? Um, The, the main guy can't think of his name now. So yeah, man, I really enjoyed some of the characters in this, in I, I in this movie, I really enjoyed Sam Rockwell. I said he was great. Mm-hmm. Played this bumbling drunk sort of like guy you could tell it was, he, was, he did a great job. Yeah, it's, uh, a little, it, it, yeah, it's
3: ve- very, very, uh, very British. It's a little, yes. it's a little dry, a little slow at first. It's a little bit of a slow burn, but when the pieces start picking up, it picks up great. And, and then, it's not
2: overly long either. It, you know what I mean? They, they could have this movie could have been another half an hour long, and it would have been it would just ruined it for me. <laughs> it was a perfect length, I think. But
3: uh, I think what I also really love about it is how meta it was. Like yeah. It was not afraid to one poke fun of itself or poke fun at the genre that it was participating in. And yes, also, also at the same time being about a very real thing. So uh, I, I enjoyed it all on all fronts.
2: I love how Agatha Christie was actually in the movie uh, absolutely. as a character. Yeah, it's great. So if you like, uh, you know, if you like the uh, Paroi, uh, which I haven't, Hercule Poirot, uh, the, the Hercule Poirot, those type the, the um, oh, the Glass Onion. What's the, the name of that series? Knives Out. Knives Out series, yeah. Which I'm sad. I haven't. I didn't get to see the new movie in the theater, but I'm going to have to wait. Well,
0: it was uh, only in theaters for a week, like a so. week. I know.
2: I just didn't I couldn't schedule it. Why? And why was it? A, why was it such a short? <sighs> because the, it's a Netflix run. thing, so they're like oh, we're going to okay. put in the theater for one week okay. before we premiere it in December. I was like, okay, they could They've, have, two weeks I would have been happy with.
3: They could have put it in they put it in for a week so they can get those uh, Oscar noms.
2: Yep. And they put it in, They wasn't even a lot of theaters either, but.
3: It was only yeah. an AMC theaters here in Houston. Yep. Which is bullshit because I don't have an AMC theater near me.
2: <laughs> True. Well, yeah, you do. You have Katie Mills, right? Isn't that AMC?
3: I ain't gonna go to that fucking place. <laughs> I,
2: I I didn't say you had a good one. I just said you had one. Um, so a couple other things that I watched, uh, I watched R.I.P.D. Two the other day. Oh my gosh! On Netflix, I, when I was I was like, all right, I'm gonna check this movie out. That has um, Walt
3: Boggins in it, right?
2: No, has uh, Jeffrey Donovan is like the main character.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Um,
3: the guy from uh, what was that USA show? Uh,
2: the Burn one was Notice. Burn Notice. Thank you. Yeah. He was great. I uh, I will be honest I in, I I can't say it was a fantastic or great movie but it was fun it was better than the first one uh, I liked the this was done in like the late 1800s like a, they, when they come back to you know the whole story they come back to life they're in the RIPD um, it, I, I thought it was it was a, it was a good movie and the 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 main bad guy was Richard Brake
3: who's
2: that he's been in a bunch of like uh rob zombie films yeah
1: i like him he's pretty yeah good.
2: he was a he was a creepy bad guy in that's for sure yeah he can do that pretty well yes he was uh he was the, the, the
1: he was the other he was like otis's brother in three yep, from hell
2: yep oh he was also in uh game of thrones one of the the night king one of the oh, versions yeah, of yeah. Night King. yeah I mean, don't go into it going, oh, this is the best movie ever. But if you wanted just a, a good, fun action movie, it's not bad. But it's serviceable. Not, not good? It's not. I mean, it's not like great, great, but you're still going to have fun watching it, I think. It. I, I liked it better than the first one. The first one was just really bad. With
3: Jeff Bridges
2: and yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was just, This one, I just felt it was... Um, the material the the maybe the plot was better for me. It was just it was a
3: sequel no one asked for, but turned out to be okay.
2: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um another movie that I watched uh on Black Friday, we're like, you know what? I want to watch this movie. I've been wanting to see it for a long time. Was it Black Friday? It was Black Friday.
3: It's actually uh, a pretty
2: good movie. It's weird. Uh it's
3: fun and stupid. It's
2: very fun and stupid. It felt it, it felt like um across of a bad version of the saying mixed with like the mist or something like that. Yeah. But all trying to be have wrapped up in this uh, commercialism is bad. Black Friday message type of deal. And Bruce Mm -hmm. Campbell was great in it.
3: Yeah. It was the only reason I enjoyed it because Bruce Campbell was in it. So, Uh,
2: I mean, some
3: of the kills were fun.
2: Some of the kills were fun. This weird monster at the end. I was like, okay, This is where we're going with this. All right. (laughs) I'm down for the ride. It's not bad. If you have stars, I think it's streaming on there. So, Oh, cool. I would check it out. It's, it's a fun movie. Uh, one of the, I I watched two shows, but I do want to talk about this other movie that I watched. I've been wanting to see this for a long time. I've know you and maybe Justin have mentioned this movie many, many times. Um, uh, I and mean, when I had the free weekend of Showtime, I just went through. and like, oh, I want to see this movie. Started recording a bunch of shit, right? Uh-huh. So I finally got to see X from Ty West. Oh, and what'd you think? I fucking loved that movie. Oh,
3: cool! It was I'm glad, great. I'm glad you liked it. It was. Uh,
2: it lo- it was like a <laughs> it was like a good Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> you know what i mean
3: it, it's it's it, a rob zombie movie that wishes it could be a rob zombie movie
2: but it was actually good yeah i liked the uh it was all 70s style shot um yeah you know um it was like that i'm like oh is the sex scene gonna get it was this very it was like that very showtime they never really show anything but you hear stuff and i was how I don't it know. was
3: in the movie
2: yeah i it's just not thought like the, it was
3: edited a certain way for sure no no no
2: it. i oh i know but I, I thought it was just a fun movie. Um, the kills, Some of the kills are really cool.
3: Absolutely. How um, are you going to see the prequel now?
2: I do want to see the prequel now. It's called Pearl, right? Yeah. That's. I don't know if that's streaming anywhere.
3: Uh, I don't think so, but it's on VOD, though.
1: Is it? I still yeah. need to see this one. I've, I've really enjoyed all of uh, the other Ty West movies that I've seen. and I I.
2: Yeah, I think you before. would really dig this movie. Uh, don't watch it with the kids around, for sure.
3: Yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste. Like, if you uh, have never seen a Ty west movie before this
2: is my first one actually i think so right? this is
3: i was gonna say this is probably the most uh like accessible Ty west movie as a, compared okay. to like house of the devil or uh what was that i, oh, I feel
1: like the innkeepers is just more like a mainstream ish yeah but movie. it's
3: it but it's really on the low budget side and it's hard to it
1: is that was a good movie to, though
3: yeah I, I i enjoyed it I think it's one of my favorites out of his, to be honest with you.
1: I, I really like house of the devil. Um, the ending goes kind of bonkers on that one, but I love the slow burn buildup. So does the this movie. movie. I'll, I'll be uh, honest I, with you. I, I really like house of the devil for that. His, uh, the one that he did that was like the, uh, uh, Georgetown. Uh, what was the name of that one? It was like a made up, uh, like a cult thing or Yeah. But it, it was essentially the same premise as uh as jo- Jonestown uh.
3: I didn't know that. I don't know the about sac- the
1: sacrament in a valley the, of violence. Yes, the sacrament. Valley of, of violence, sacrament. violence is terrible. <laughs> the the sacrament I think was it, but it's done as a. Uh, Found footage, like, right? Yeah, but it's it's I don't and I usually don't like that, but I thought that one was actually pretty good. It, the story is is that like vice reporters mm. are going in to this compound to do a story on this cult. And while they're there, shit goes down and it gets. So this guy
2: did a Invaluable. In I like violence it. is a, uh, is a Western movie.
3: Yeah. It's not very good. Really? Yeah. All right. I didn't like it, but that, that's I'm looking,
2: yeah, I'm looking forward to see Pearl. And then I, I, I didn't realize uh like the, the main the, the prudish girl in the movie uh now she's wednesday in the in the tv series yep in the netflix series but
3: she has a she has a sex scene in that movie too does
2: yeah we have because i started we started uh wednesday we've seen the first episode we're gonna probably continue on because i, I watched it I,
3: I watched the first episode and i think that's where i'm gonna stop you're
2: gonna you're out yeah i not even gonna try the second one
3: well, I just really don't think Tim Burton needs to make shit anymore. I, that's how <laughs> I feel about it. Also, it feels a little too CW for me. and
2: mm, I can see that. Which I'm um, usually the one who hates that CW-ness. I know. But, but it was very weird to watch Wednesday and then seeing like this movie like the next day or the next couple days. <laughs> You're like, like oh, oh this,
3: this is like Wednesday okay. X-rated. Hey, now man. I'm
2: going to go back to Wednesday. And she was on, Um, I, I think it was one of the Jimmy... One of, the, one of the late night talk shows. One of week. the
3: jimmies.
1: One <laughs> of the
2: jimmies. Last night when we were going to bed and I'm like, she's like really small and petite. Yeah, she's and small show, and petite. and what she's, she's young, day, too. So. She's like 20, yeah. But yeah, I, I I recommend X. Um, I thought it was cool. But uh, the other show that I've been watching, which I didn't think I was getting, going to be get that into, is Tulsa King. Oh, yeah. With Stallone.
3: <laughs> That's another one of those shows where I watch the first step and go, I think I'm done.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I was hooked on the first episode. I'm like, all right, but I love, I love gangster movies like that. You know,
3: I do too, but this one seems a little too silly for me to enjoy. Um, I'm, I'm in the bag for, uh, what's his face. the the creator of the show, cause I actually, even though I think it's kind of shitty, I really do enjoy Yellowstone. Is that the same
2: guy who created it?
3: Yeah, it's the same creator. I've never seen Yellowstone. sir. seems like Ty Sheridan or something like that. Not Ty West. No, it's something Sheridan Taylor <laughs> okay. Sheridan, maybe I think is the don't name of the creator. Anyway, he he lives in Texas. All everything is mostly shot in Texas, uh, except Tulsa King. No, that's also shot in Texas too. It's shot in Dallas.
2: No, it's not. Don't say <laughs> that. Don't ru- don't run it for me. I'm sorry.
3: Oh. I'm sorry to ruin it for
2: you. It's but in I'm Tulsa. Pretty-
3: sorry, Carrie. Most places aren't the places.
2: In <laughs> yeah. <group. laughs> in yeah, but I it's guess still- Oklahoma is very close to Dallas. So like, much the same uh, thing.
3: like most of Yellowstone is shot in Dallas, except for the exterior stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Anyway, um, I like most of that guy's stuff. Hell and high water was great. Wind River was great. And uh, there's any of these
2: things. You never seen *Hell or oh, High Water*? Dude, *Hell or High great. Water* was
3: that was really good.
2: Is that a movie I, or I, a TV series? Yeah, it's a movie. It was a movie. Okay,
0: that was a cool um, one. I liked it.
3: And Yellowstone, uh, it it's really not good. It's not good at times. But is, that like, terms, the, is that like really the? It's like really good. So
2: I don't know what to tell you. Is that like the prequel for Yogi Bear type of show? No, no. Has uh, Yogi Cam- Bear as a, a young cub?
3: Has Kevin Costner and he owns like the largest ranch in, uh, in Wyoming and uh, has to deal with uh, the drama of being rich and and owning lots of land and owning people.
2: It's something we can all uh, relate to. It's true. It's very true. That sounds boring as fuck already. To yeah, me. that and sounds miserable.
3: I, I I'm not doing it justice. Even and also saying that I, that it, I don't think it's particularly very good doesn't help either. Yes. I do it. I do enjoy watching it. So I I understand it's trash, but it's a trash that I enjoy watching.
2: I so I I really do enjoy Tulsa King. But I like those style of like Goodfellas, those style of of, of movies. So and not so
3: do I. Goodfellas. Is one I of my actually favorite
2: movies. I actually like Stallone in the uh, in the show. He actually uh, is pretty oh, charismatic. Well, <laughs> that's just the way he talks, dude. You can't make fun of the way somebody talks like that. Come on.
3: <laughs> I'm in Oklahoma. I don't know how I got here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows how I got there. Punched that dude in the face.
3: Uh, anyway, I watched the first episode of Tulsa King, and I went, like, eh, I don't know. I'll pa- I'm definitely continuing. I'll wait on. till the series is done, and if I pick it back up, it'll be a miracle. But I, I don't think there's too much good content to watch that I need to watch versus that.
2: Speaking of good content, did you guys watch the first two episodes of Willow yet? No, no. not yet. Okay,
3: that just uh, came out. Like, it just yesterday. came out yesterday.
2: Yeah, we watched them last night. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that series. That the whole that's my that's my Lord of the Rings type of deal you know what i mean i know what you mean i am a big fan of willow um let's let's table this discussion until you guys can both watch it
3: i'm excited to watch it Catherine's never seen willow
2: the movie i would recommend watching the movie first and then going into the two episodes i want to
1: i want to show the movie to my kids before
2: Dude, um, It's a it's
1: such a good kid movie,
3: too, I think, in my opinion, because I remember being young yes. and that being on TV all the time. And that I was went like to the
2: theaters to see this.
3: I remember watching it I a am. lot as a kid. <laughs> that and yeah. like Princess Bride were like the two top fan, like fantasy movies. Yep. And then I graduated into Legend and Sword and the Sorcerer. Sword, is it Sword and Sorcerer? Anyway, it's a weird movie that came out in the late 80s. I need
2: to go back and read the uh, sequel books that came out that were uh, written by uh, George Lucas and, um, oh, I can't see. I'm having a... a, Claremont. Claremont, thank you. Chris Claremont? Claremont. Yeah.
3: I didn't realize that these are turned into novels.
2: Uh, Well, the novels came out in like the 90s.
3: Oh, gotcha. So like Legends. Basically, like Star Wars Legends.
2: Yeah, but I mean, George Lucas had a hand in writing them too. So but I, he just he just said,
3: "I have an idea for a story." <laughs> and then well, I didn't know
2: you could do a impression of Lucas. Oh. Now
3: I, I like the Wookies.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do.
3: <laughs> I, like that. I like the I like the Wookie. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the
2: the books are fun. Um, it's been a long time since I've read them. Um. I know this this TV series does not uh, follow it very much at all or at all. I remember when I got my book signed by Claremont at Comic Palooza, I mentioned this was like right after they mentioned, "Hey, we're g- they're going to be doing a TV series," and I asked him about it. And he's like, "If they don't use my ideas, I don't, I don't give a shit."
3: I was like makes sense. That sounds like a Chris Claremont answer. Yeah, <laughs> old, old and crotchety answer is what that sounds like.
2: <laughs> Truthful is what I'm going to say. Um, so yeah, let uh, I'm,
3: I'm excited for the Willow series. uh Mainly, I, 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 I like, like I said, I love the
2: movie. And one uh, of the one of the big wow moments in the first episode was pretty obvious. Though you're like, okay, but.
3: I mean, I hopefully they explain what happens to Mad Mardigan because they can't bring Val Kimmer back. So why can't they? Because uh, he's not. They brought acting. him back
2: in that. They brought him back in that Top Gun movie.
3: Right, but he's not acting anymore. So
2: no. all right, uh, let's we'll, we'll talk about it after you guys have watched it because uh, I do definitely Dave recommend watching the movie with your your kids and then watching the series because
3: is the episodes long? How are the, how um, long are they?
2: No. Fifty minutes, something like that, fifty ish minutes.
3: Oh, cool. So yeah. like an hour ish yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Not like not like the other Star Wars episodes that these Disney's Plus been putting out, right? No. Not not so far. Okay
2: uh like where it ranges from like 20 to 50 minutes
3: yeah i really hate it when they give me a 20 minute episode and then the next (laughs) episode's 45 minutes and the next minute it's like oh this one's a
2: 15 minute episode i did finish andor though and that how how do you plan your day
0: right
3: (laughs) 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 it's not that it's just it's so it feels so inconsistent like might as well not make the fucking episode at that point or roll it into another episode or something
2: I think Andor actually finished pretty damn strong. I wasn't a big fan in the beginning, but I really got into that show.
3: Uh, I haven't watched it yet. God, I keep on I telling either. myself, I'm going to keep on saying I'm going to watch it, but definitely Christmas break. I'm going to have some time off. Yeah, I'm I would like to hear your it.
2: opinions on it for sure, uh, George. Uh, something we all watched today was a trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie.
3: Oh my God. Did I watch it? I watched it seven times, Carrie.
2: Did it make your <laughs> uh, whip go hard?
3: Dude, I cried the, like the second time I watched it, I was just like in tears. I was like, this is going to be the best thing or the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's, it's, it will be, it will be one of those two things. I agree. So
1: like, I, I, I watched it with my wife and the whole time I'm watching the trailer, I'm feeling like super jazzed about yeah. what I'm seeing. I'm yep. like, this looks so cool. It's not like, and like, I don't know, we're doing like this, uh, you know, retrospective. All this stuff. At the, the trailer was fun. At the end of it, I was like, man, that looks like it's going to be cool. And then all of the extra baggage hit me. And I went, oh god, this could be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't it do, I don't think it would they're going to do. it. They're going to do a. They're going to do a whole lot of digital face de-aging. manipulation. Shut. They did. Shit there's and, a lot of
2: de aging on them because uh, yeah. I think it goes through different. There's there's a couple of good of shots. Life, you know, there's
3: a couple of shots in it that shows. Really stellar de aging of Harrison mm-hmm. Ford, though. Like, this is one uh, where he gets the burlap sack taken off his head. Yep. And yeah. uh, there's another one where
2: it was like it was like Air Force One era. Of yeah, I Hurricane was like, Ford. holy
3: shit! There's like, man, that looked great. But there's this one really, really terrible CGI shot in the trailer. Uh, which where one? Uh, where he's riding a horse in a New York City. Okay. okay. And he let, and the horse rears up. The face looks.
2: Oh, I didn't Looks pay attention terrible. to it. Terrible. But I mean I, I watched it on my phone too. We're like
3: six, seven months out. So hopefully But, but we'll Salah's
2: in it, dude. Salah, come on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's I that's was cool. like, Oh yeah. I,
3: that's what got me to tear up, dude. I saw that shit, I was like, oh my god, he wasn't even in the last one.
2: When Professor Gimli started talking, I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> that's his name, Professor Gimli. Okay. Cause sliders, man, come on. No, one of my favorite it. shows of all time.
3: All time, you're yes. Gonna, you're going to profess Sliders as your favorite show. Of all well,
2: time. the first three seasons. Let's go with that.
3: Okay, I do so remember I finally, liking uh, Sliders at one point. So, sp-
1: speaking of of Gimli, I have finally begun to subject my children to Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, it, yeah. the time, it, it, the time is upon us. It's great. Um, I, I <laughs> uh, if you if your kids you help, of, they, they, <laughs> I kind
3: of,
1: I kind of tricked them into watching
3: <laughs> I didn't, what, how do you trick somebody into watching we were it? playing it we were playing uh, we were gonna have like
1: a little game where um in I, gave, chair no, I gave
3: for four hours at the screen uh, game
1: i gave them a a list of themes to choose from like wow. hey we're going to do a movie thing here's a list of themes and i had movies picked out for each of the themes and, and they all picked Lord, Lord of one.
0: the
1: Rings <laughs> no they weren't i was i was i was fair about it but they they didn't know what they were getting into
2: was Do you want thing. to watch but fantasy they, or high fantasy uh, that's your two choices
3: do you want
1: so,
2: action
3: or sword and sorcery so i i sat them
1: down and we watched the extended cut because we're doing it right god damn it oh, yeah. god uh, damn it
3: you are of uh all the eight fellish, hours
1: of the fellas oh dude the extended of all three of them <laughs> is like over 12 hours. 12 hours long yeah it's
3: it's pretty long
1: uh, I've done that in a day before. I've done a, a full day. It's uh, you have to plan that day yeah. though if you're gonna yeah, do it's, that. But it's no, rough.
3: You got. I, I can only do two movies back to back, but doing three is really rough.
1: Um, we uh, we did all of the the first one, and I think it was a little too much for them. Oh um, no, they weren't all because about it. just just the length. It was oh, like they were true. into it. It was just it's it's long. Did you do uh, intermission? Yeah okay we good. took it we took a break uh at disc change and hey, kids, I think you what ready I'm to go to, do,
2: you, you ready to watch the second movie no <laughs>
1: well and I think what I'm gonna do from this point is um i uh i I wanted to at least get through all of the first movie
2: so that everything is set up so uh yeah so how are your kids enjoying the movies uh,
1: I think the first one was maybe a bit much in terms of length it's a that's it's a big commitment uh maybe that's what she. they were they they seemed into it uh but then it kind of went on and on and i think they were kind of burned out by the end of it um what part did you see
3: their eyes glaze over (laughs) um so
1: (laughs) when we got through the council of elrond and they like announce the okay here's the fellowship and then like it's Intermission time, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Cool, <laughs> we're gonna take a break. The movie's about to start now." <laughs> saying, like that's where the movie really gets good, but that's also where the books get going too. Like, I yeah. I think that I think that uh, Tolkien put the Council of Elrond in the book because the El the Council of Elrond in the book is incredibly long, and I think he put it in there to weed out the weak ones. Um, like if you can if you can make it through the Council of Elrond, the rest of it it's all downhill from there. It's all it's it's easy from that point on movies are kind of the same way. It's like the movie is winding up for like a whole first movie's worth of the
3: movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> like an hour and a half, time you get to that moment. Yeah, yeah,
1: it is. And so we hit intermission. I'm like, okay, the movie is about to start now. And they were like, what? <laughs> uh, but it did, it picks up. And so it, you know, it, it was more interesting, I think for a while, but still, I think it was just, it was too on, long. Man, it's
3: like, that's where you get to the troll and like, yeah, the I mean, Minds you have.
2: Are you going to uh, make them watch the Hobbit movies as well?
3: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't
1: wish that on anybody. Oh, <laughs> what about uh, the TV series? We we no, watched Amazon the Amazon series
3: movie over the holiday. I'm sorry, I I in, I enjoy them. the first
1: one's not bad. The first one's not I, bad.
3: The, I think the first two are pretty good. The only time it really kind of gets bad is when you notice that they are stretching for material. They should not have done that. Well, they
1: did. They should have just made two movies. Uh, they should have just made two movies. I agree. It would have been better. If, all of it would have been better if they just ended as two movies. But w- anyway, what I'm going to do, though, is when moving forward, I'm going to gauge their interest. If if they have any interest in continuing, I'm just going to do it in halves from this point forward. So we'll do half of two towers next. And then yeah, we'll Man,
3: do... two towers is like strong from beginning. To it end is. Though.
1: Two towers is solid. Um,
3: yeah. Return of the King is probably my favorite but uh it's it's the two towers a solid action for the most part
1: okay so like the moment that the rohiram come riding with the dawn over the edge of the canyon is one of (laughs) the most badass things ever (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) i love that part uh i get i get i get so amped every time i see that it's awesome i also
3: get teary-eyed every time the elves show up at uh fucking whatchamacallit the uh the, the the battle in at, the Helms, at Helm's Deep. At Helm's Deep. You know yeah,
1: what? Um, I don't like that so much because the elves were not at the Battle of Helm's Deep. That was actually... What? That's actually a story point in the books is that the men had to stand by themselves against this. And like they make a deal out of it that no one's coming to help us. Like we have to do this right here
3: now. Um, I mean, they do do that, but they're, they lose really bad right like,
1: and until,
3: like until the until the until the Ro-
1: un- well and but so it kind of detracts from the impact of the rohiram showing up because mm. it they are they think they're all gonna die and many of them do um but it's such a good story beat
3: for aragorn and it also helps solidify aragorn taking his like rightful places leader of men. No, it is. And that's, that's
1: why it's so important. It's an important part of the story. It's just that the, they took that Liberty of adding the elves in. And, uh, mm. and I, I don't think it served a purpose except to get elves
2: into the movie. I think, <laughs> I think we're, we're missing Sean for this conversation.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, we, we asked should, if I'm going to make, should, we should have him. I haven't even finished rings of power yet. So I need to finish. Them. I yeah. thought it finished finish really
1: it. strong. Um, yeah, I, I liked, I liked, how it ended. Um, and I'm looking forward to see where they go from here. Uh, no
3: spoilers. I've only seen three episodes. Oh, okay. Okay. There's so, only eight. Uh, it's, <laughs> there are eight really long episodes. Yes, they are. It's
1: still, it's still picking up for you, George. Um, like it, it's going to get faster and faster as it goes. There's, there's still doing a lot of world building where you're at right now.
2: Has, has mad Mardigan shown up and where you're at yet?
3: <laughs> Not in this series. No. Okay. No. no.
2: Mad Martigan is one of the uh it was the the basis of one of the characters I think I've said that on the show before. The one of my character names I use in video games a lot is Ass Hatigan.
3: Ass Hatigan. I got that
2: from Mad Martigan.
3: That's pretty good.
2: Um, which is weird because like a lot of the modern games won't let me use that. But that Disney Dreamlight Valley, whatever fucking game that is, I tried it on the Game Pass and it let me use that as a name. I'm like, okay.
3: There- they were like, "Oh, he's trying to ape on one of our one of our products that we got." Right? Yeah, yeah that's exactly.
2: Um, Synergy, baby. Let's talk about some Guardians of the Galaxy for a minute, and let's do what we Marvel real quick. Did you both guys see the holiday special?
1: Right before we started, yes. Oh, the holiday special? No, I didn't watch that. I thought you were asking about the trailer. <laughs> we can talk about. We'll, we're going to talk about both. So, but no, I haven't watched the holiday thing.
2: Oh, it's it's actually really really great. I
3: thought
2: it was okay. Um, you you have no joy in your life. That's why.
3: I just it was really pedestrian, and it was really I don't know. It didn't advance anything, and wasn't really all that funny.
2: There wasn't a Wookiee like masturbating in the living room that uh, did it yeah, for
3: you. It did just. Oh, well, I mean, that, that takes the assumption that I enjoy the Star Wars Christmas special, which I don't. But so which one? I do you rewatched
1: the the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Uh, yep. The other day, that's actually pretty great. If you
2: haven't <laughs> seen, I've seen that. that, what about this? Have you seen the summer one, summer vacation? No. no, that's pretty funny, too. That just came out a few months ago. Um, so,
3: anyway, uh, I thought the Guardians Christmas special was okay. It wasn't great, it wasn't you know, terrible. You got to get guess. some
2: joy back in your life, man.
3: It's just, it was just fine. Like, it was just so. Made me think like what the fuck was the point of doing this? Other than it the was fact just, like like we got we got money to burn. Let's fucking burn it, I guess.
2: Why not? They did a fucking Christmas special for the for a Marvel cinematic universe. I mean,
3: come on. I, I, I guess, but it wasn't Christmassy or fun. So It was definitely I,
2: Christmassy. I'm, well, coming from a Jew, it was definitely Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why? Did they, did they eat a lot of Chinese food in it? Or They like, did.
2: Um, <laughs> and they went to the movies.
3: I, 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 I didn't feel, I don't know. I feel like it, uh, I don't know, made these larger than life characters not so larger than life.
2: We uh, I was looking at a real real quick. I was looking at some shirts through uh, like T Public or something when they had their Black Friday sale. We ordered a couple. We ordered a Figment Hanukkah shirt, which is pretty great. But there was a this there was a shirt that was this is my uh, Jewish Christmas shirt, and it was like a it was a picture <laughs> of a Chinese takeout box. <laughs> That's great, like because that that is true. Because uh, I'll be honest with you, because growing up, I didn't you know. Uh, before i got married and in, into a family that celebrated christmas it was you know i only knew what hanukkah was growing up so yeah the only two things really open on christmas day are the movie theaters and,
3: and chinese, chinese food restaurants yeah
2: that's what we did we went to the movies and we ate chinese food that was it it's not a stereotype it was just that's the only places that are fucking open that day you know what i mean
3: I'd go to the movie theaters on Christmas Day.
2: Yeah, we usually do too. There's nothing really good this year, though. But whatever. Um, speaking of something, maybe so really you good.
3: really liked Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas. I enjoyed
2: control. it. We thought it was we thought it was fun. Um, I
3: mean, that's where it ends. That's it. There, you have nothing else to add to that.
2: Well, I mean. I don't want to spoil it for anybody but i mean there's nothing to spoil rocket raccoon get something he's always wanted
3: i guess which doesn't make sense either but yeah sure
2: and that's, the, and the, that's and canon
3: the, now i guess and the ba-
2: and the baconator was in it i mean come on the what the baconator
3: kevin bacon kevin bacon yeah. oh okay
2: singing with the, it was, it was the old 97 is the name of that band that was with?
3: is that the name of kevin bacon's band i no, know that's he's on uh, his band it's I like know his, he. I know he's in a band. He has a like, band with
2: his brother. I think it's is the the Bacon Brothers or something like that.
3: That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Does he also have like a side of patties to come along with him? I mean, it's come on, it's so stupid.
2: That's well, his name, dude. Come on, uh, it's
3: be creative, Kevin Bacon.
2: <laughs> so uh, Kevin Bacon is now officially in the MCU. That's for sure. I guess. I mean, they've mentioned his name in many movies, all the all the Guardians movies. They've always mentioned Kevin Bacon too. So.
3: I guess my feeling for the holiday special sums up my feeling overall for uh, Marvel Phase Four.
2: Meh. So they they did do a lot of character development for Mantis. Finally, they gave her enough room. Is that what that. you want
3: to call that? You want to call that character development? Yeah, I do. I call that shouting and yelling. It's not character development.
2: That's what Shout- I'm used to, shouting
3: shouting and yelling is not character development.
2: I'm used to that. I'm just don't,
3: don't just shame putting, me. Just saying that's not character development.
2: Well, this is going to be another issue where uh, another topic where we just agree to disagree because I the, enjoyed I, and, it
3: and I am right and you're wrong. So
2: scratch that. Reverse that.
3: <laughs> and more like y'all disagree
2: to agree that. okay there you go Uh, let's talk about the trailer for Guardian 3 then sure yeah Uh, Dave saw that
0: (laughs) yeah Um, I did
2: (laughs) (laughs) it came out today the same day as Indiana Jones and same day apparently as a new Transformers Beast Wars I cannot believe they're still making those fucking things oh my god
3: but this Um, time no Michael Bay
1: well maybe Uh, it has some hope then
2: no uh, Shia LaBouffe. no Shia LaBeouf okay
3: and that's uh, it uh, also has Peter Cullen doing uh, Optimus Prime. He's again. been doing that though, yeah, I know, but he's back, okay. So. Well, yeah, that's so, so, so there's that,
2: that's true. But we'll, and he, we'll get it and right. he
3: looks more like the toys now than he yeah, has ever had true. in the past.
2: They had the 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 Beast War people in there, the robot beast, the robot beeps. beast, giant beast. All right, um, Guardian 3, uh, I from the trailer it looks a oh, way more fun than part two. Um, the main bad guy, they finally show the high evolutionary, which is super awesome. I um, didn't see
3: that in the trailer. Who was that he's, in the trailer?
2: He's in the, uh, there's a couple scenes with him. Um, if you don't know who the high evolutionary was, he's a big Marvel villain from like the eighties, nineties. Um, that's when they first get to the, to that weird planet where it looks like earth, but it was like the weird animal people. They, uh, uh-huh uh the high evolutionary his main thing is to try to uh turn people into animals well he does a lot of experiments to make uh it's humans the, the planet of dr moreau he is the <laughs> marvel of version dr. of dr moreau <laughs> He. that's exactly right that's what so, the character is
3: Uh so i don't know much about this but i'm guessing it's going to tie into rocket quite a bit yes
2: he is the one who created rocket
3: Oh, okay All right. um for sure I for some reason I don't, I don't know much but I just assume Adam Warlock was gonna be like the big bad
2: no Adam warlock is not a bad
3: he kind of is yeah. at first yeah maybe. and then he turns like to an antihero we like, finally get to
2: see what he looks like is like, Will like Namor. As, yeah I guess um yeah. I mean I, I'm looking forward to I think the the trailer looks good um yeah i'm There's, just so
3: tired of chris pratt i think too i i have I saw, that i i
1: have been yeah,
2: not
3: I, I going to say
1: that. it but i am so sick of chris pratt's face uh
3: <laughs> like every time he's on screen well,
2: i'm like oh dude just so dave you might like the new him. super mario movie because you don't see no, face. fuck that I his too voice.
3: fuck his voice uh, as well we ha, uh, have we seen the new trailer i yet?
2: saw the new trailer tonight i didn't see the yeah, new, he, new one the, there is a lot of really cool references to the games and stuff. Hell but, yeah,
3: there is, but there's but, a lot of Mario screaming.
2: Yes. It's so, like, I like the Donkey Kong, I like the Mario Kart part of it, I like the part where, like, Mario has to, like, go through, like, there's a, there's a section where he has to go through, like, a level, and he, like, jumps on the scene, and it, like, just, just automatically falls down. Yeah. I mean, there's some really cool moments from, like, straight out of the games, but...
3: I think it's gonna it looks awesome but I'm just yeah. really distracted by Chris Pratt's voice. Chris
2: Pratt was the wrong choice for this fucking movie. Just totally. I, but I know what they're doing they're doing with Can we uh,
3: recast him as Peter Quill? Is it too late for that?
2: No, it's too late for that.
3: <sighs> Damn it. Maybe I,
2: I, there was so much there was so much vocalness I was about hoping we could do Sonic, that too. Maybe Bad Sonic, maybe they can just replace his voice, but
3: that movie comes out in like like few months doesn't it, it comes out like early, March or April something like that yeah, yeah. like really soon so yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen
2: we were gonna, we like were gonna completely redid the... Sonic in
1: that time though they did
3: but it took like a whole year for them to do that
2: I don't think yeah. it d- took a whole year
3: I could be wrong but I did enjoy the Sonic movies
2: I enjoyed Ugly Sonic and the Rescue Rangers movie
3: I did too <laughs> Oh, that
1: was funny. I need to finish watching that. I watched some of it, oh yeah, uh, but I didn't finish it. But yeah, the
2: Ugly Sonic
1: <laughs> the reference that was pretty funny. I love
2: how this Ugly Sonic is like hanging out at conventions and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Tigra from the Avengers cartoon.
3: So eventually, going to happen to Chris Pratt?
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just we're not we're not getting into it all, but he's just overplayed right now. I get it. He's a um,
1: kind of a dumpster person too, so.
2: Yeah, he is. I wouldn't be he so bothered
1: been. by him if he was not that. So. Super, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um,
3: so anyway, get, Guardians 3 looks fine.
1: Yeah, so you were, once we got to you were like, "Hey, so we all watched the Guardians 3 trailer." I went I can't remember a single thing from the trailer (laughs) (laughs) now. So I'm glad that you guys talked about it because I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I remember that. But no, at first Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't remember a single thing from (laughs) it. I just watched it.
3: It looks like they uh, recreated that shot from the first Guardians movie where Rocket and Groot are standing on each other. But this time it's Peter Quill and Groot and there's guns everywhere. So it's like James Gunn, you know, aping on himself.
2: There. so go go watch it like the like go go check out on youtube george like the like the story of like the high evolutionary um, that might you know give you a little bit of background of what's going on cool. he's one of my favorite characters like back in the day there's a really cool series with him um so we yeah were, it
3: looks like this is going to be a rocket focused movie uh like, it is it is where like last second movie i believe was like a gamora focus slash peter mm-hmm. quill focus
2: but Gamora's back in this movie, but it's a different timeline version of Gamora, apparently.
3: It's the one from Endgame. Yeah, I think so. Who didn't get evaporated, which doesn't make sense to me. And
2: didn't fall in love with Peter Quill and all that good stuff. Right. Which, I get it. I get not cool. falling in love with him.
3: Also, I don't think I'm <laughs> digging the... I also don't think I dig the new spaceship. I think it looks ugly.
2: It was a Bowie?
3: Is that what they call it?
2: Yeah, they call it the Bowie. Oh, it looks like ugly. Like David Bowie. Yeah.
3: I miss the Milano.
2: and I also don't dig the
3: new uh, outfits. I oh, they're cool. I don't dig it.
2: It's a, it, there was a, a run in the past ten years, and that's what they're costing. Yeah,
3: I, I know what they're doing. They're doing the uh,
2: Abnet you know, run or Dane Abnet, Abnet or something like that.
3: No, what's the name of that fucking police force? That Nova Corp. Nova Corp. That they're supposed to be yeah. even on.
2: Yeah because so. of the guardians of the galaxy
3: yeah I, I, whatever um
2: okay.
3: hopefully uh james gunn uh does something surprising and fun
2: maybe hey, well this is the last marvel this is his last saying and yeah, last Guardian. Done,
3: he, he, he jumped ship he's ceo of fucking dc dc Mover. yeah yeah he's like I, i'm on superman's cock now
2: this is his. Uh, this is a basically his two-week notice. His finishing up contract.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> got to finish
2: did, this shit, and then I'm, yeah. then I'm out of here.
3: Kevin Feige is just like,
2: why, why? I know we didn't give you enough money. What's up? <laughs> Why'd you go to? I mean, DC needs something. Know, I'm, sh- I'm
3: sure Kevin Feige is very proud and happy for James Gunn.
2: I mean, Suicide Squad was fantastic. His version of Suicide Squad. And then yeah
3: I, I really did enjoy it peacemaker is probably single-handedly the best thing he's ever made so the
2: guy that's in peacemaker is actually the the guy playing the high evolutionary what the guy? The, the guy that was leading the the team I'm Not i'm gonna try to put out any spoilers for that show but
0: guy
3: who's oh okay all right i'm trying i don't I was, remember his
2: name he has like a
3: i know what you're talking about now yeah
2: all right. So we were going to talk about the MCU, but we've been having a little bit of uh, behind the scenes. We've been having a little bit of Internet issues here. So we're going to table that, I think, for a future episode. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Dave, have you been listening or reading any books recently?
1: Uh, not much really recently. Uh, oh, this. are you going somewhere with this question
2: <laughs> before I derail you? I, I am, but okay. I, I would like to hear yours first. Uh, I
1: haven't been uh, really reading much uh, the last couple weeks, but um, it's still kind of book related. We've gone kind of back in time, uh, not a recent back show. In time. Uh, we've been watching the Castle Rock series, the Hulu oh, have you? series. Yeah, uh, we did. Okay. We're, so we're like halfway through the second season now. Mm-hmm. Um, is that show over? Or it's, it's canceled. Just, yeah, just, they they okay. they, uh, which is a shame because I think it's really good. Um, the Have you watched any of it? Either of you guys watched? I have any not. Of it?
3: I watched, think like three episodes of season one, and then I just never kept up with it. Hmm.
1: Um, I wasn't really sure. Like season one started out really slow, but it ended up being a really good kind of mystery. Stephen Kingy science fictiony story by the end. And I ended up liking it the second season. We're like halfway through it right now. And they're doing like this whole other turn on the Annie Wilkes character from, um, from misery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun in a weird way. It's, it's interesting. Um, so having gone through like most of the Stephen King catalog over the last couple of years, it's, it's, interesting because like he's executive producer on this which means yeah that, like, that he, they let he let them put his name on it essentially I i'm think sure is what that means there's
2: references galore to all of his books and stuff there
1: are yeah there's a lot of references which, uh, which you've read
2: you've been, you've read or listened to them all recently so you have you're like oh that's cool mm-hmm. me i mean i've seen them some of the movies i haven't seen them all so some of that stuff i feel would be lost on me you know what i mean
1: yeah so Unless do you know what the like, do you know what the gist of the show is
2: I do. Uh, I don't. It's, I know it's like a, a castle, the city in Maine, right?
1: So, Castle Rock is one of the fictional cities like Derry that yeah. he made up, and several of his books take place in Castle Rock. And so, this okay, is yeah. a, a series that takes place in Castle Rock, but they play with characters from those books. Uh, well, and not just from like, those books. There's, they is it like the Stephen King version
2: too. of Once Upon a Time?
1: <laughs> i guess it it's kind easier. of is i guess it, it it's a sort of simplification is.
3: but yes uh, <laughs> that's I, what it feels like in a
1: manner of speaking i suppose it is um, but what's interesting though is now that i know what i know about the way that stephen king and his world works mm-hmm. is it's all still canon sure um so it's kind of cool. They, they, they get these different takes on some of these characters and see them in different contexts. And so like in the second season, you're seeing like Annie Wilkes is like the main character of the second season. And oh, wow. you see a completely different version. I hear of her. that's when
3: the show really picks up. It though, was really
2: she, so far when really she gets good. introduced.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm disappointed that they canceled the show because uh, oh, am Lizzie
2: Kaplan too.
1: Yeah. And she, and oh, wow. she like, uh, she is basing her performance on the Kathy Bates version of the character. And it's kind of uncanny sometimes because she's a much younger, uh, I really love that movie. Misery so good. It is. And she's doing a really good job of like depicting that same character, but years earlier and in an entirely different context. Uh, I good show. I'm enjoying it.
2: It's also sort of reminds me of Fargo. It sounds like there's for the two seasons there was different storylines and different characters. Is that correct?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, each season each season is its own story. So like season one is a is a self contained story, and then the second season is its own self contained story. I like that because the stories touch each other. Like you like they're not the stories. They
3: intercept over each other sometimes. It's
1: only so far, at least so far, only in the sense that you understand that these things are happening in the same world, like universe. Yeah. Um,
3: it's Stephen king averse
2: Yeah. Uh, Where's the streaming at? It's a Hulu show. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just signed so, up for the, Dave, the Black Friday be, Hulu thing.
3: You might be happy to learn that they're going to be making a TV show called uh, Dairy. I heard
1: this Uh, and
3: it's from the producers and creators of the new it movie or the latest it movie. And uh, supposedly it's going to be going really in depth in that mythos of the it and also other Stephen King properties. That's cool. cool.
0: There's a lot of material there. You'll,
3: you'll You'll get more of that, but probably at a higher budget and probably a more, It's Stephen King esque, but it's going to be on a different level, like his his cosmic horror side, as opposed to his like
2: crazy weird villains side. Yeah, cosmic horror stories are great too.
1: There's a there there's a there's a a lot of deep dives you could take with that too, because dairy. Yeah,
3: I think it's it's going to be talking about. Last I heard, is they're going to focus on the history of the town and like it's going to go through generations, and then also. Why are the adults so terrible?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a number, there's a number of reasons why, and yeah, it because is, they're adults in a Stephen King book. Uh, you know, they are actually having gone through a lot of them at this point. There are a lot of very wholesome characters in Stephen. Is there? King.
3: <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's because Stephen King's overall is an optimist.
1: He is. His stories are actually optimistic at their core. Uh, they, that's why they have terrible endings. <laughs> um. Maybe. Uh,
3: most 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 of them do.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah the dairy is actually really important in his larger it's, overall world that it's it, it's tied in with the like the dark tower and all of that yeah, um,
3: absolutely which mike flanagan says he's gonna uh, he's pushing to get the dark tower series for netflix
2: i Ooh. saw the movie i wasn't a big fan of the movie Ooh.
3: I just finished I just finished listening to the audiobook for Dark Tower Book One and so I I thought it was a little slow, but I'm also told it's the weakest story in the series. So. It's the one that
1: so it was originally written in pieces. like he wrote a bunch of short stories that then for he, a magazine and yeah. then he like edited them together and changed some things and released it as the gunslinger. And then once he figured out that this was going to be part of this much bigger story, he went back and rewrote parts of it. Um, Right. So it's, it's a little bit odd. It's also by far the shortest one in the series. Um, I
3: hear the second or third one's the best in the series.
1: The third one, the second one is not bad. There's some really good stuff in the second one, but it's a little bit of a slog in my opinion. Uh, The third one, I have
3: it in my, uh,
1: the third okay. one, it, to, to me, is it, really good. It uh, really, I think, it really picks up at that point. Uh, we're still the second book is a lot of introducing characters that are going mm-hmm. to become important for the rest of the series, uh, and it, it, it's and some mythos like understanding how the world works. There's a lot of world building that's going the on. In drawing the drawing of the three is yeah. What that's, I the have. Sec- that's the second one. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm told this is like the the best of the the whole bunch.
1: No, it's not. Oh, okay. The third one's the third one's better. A lot of people love the fourth one. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, I understand why it's there, but it to me it's not one of the stronger ones. Um, the
3: fourth one's called the Wizard Wizard and in Glass. Glass. Yeah, Wizard and Glass.
1: That one is like almost is mostly prequel, <laughs> in a manner of speaking. Most of it, most of the book is Roland telling the story of his life basically. <laughs> mm. So, uh,
3: uh, but I, you know, I trust Mike Flanagan. I think when Mike Flanagan is adapting so, Stephen King, I think is when he's at his best. So,
1: yeah. So uh, you put Mike Flanagan's name on it and I'm interested. Uh, absolutely.
3: I know Justin, who's a, a, a friend of the show and he's on here quite a bit. He, he's not a huge fan of the last couple of entries of Mike Flanagan stuff. But didn't I, you know, his uh,
2: current show just get canceled with the last show he did on Netflix? What
3: was it, Midnight Society? Yeah,
2: Midnight Club or something like that.
3: Oh, I I, I didn't like that show, but that was just me. I couldn't get past the fourth episode. Uh, it reminded me too much of a cheap version of Are You Afraid of the Dark.
2: Mm. So, uh, moving away from Stephen Kingland, <laughs> I've been listening to an audiobook completely different. Um, I'm listening to the, the new Rob Halford uh, book called biblical um that guy can spin some yarns man it's great to hear celebrities reading their own books you know what i mean um, oh that's cool you get to hear it yeah you get to hear it in their their inflection and the way they meant it to be it's really cool um speaking of rob Halford, but let's talk about this before we get into george h metal i got to go see judas priest on wednesday night uh they played this club this this place here in houston second time i've been there called 713 music hall uh it, it's at the it, post right it's at the old post building yeah um it's a great fucking venue actually um so the show with queensrike and judith priest queensrike they said the show was going to start at eight o'clock queensrike on stage 8 p.m completely oh, yeah <laughs> um it was great they were like holy shit that's on time um, and their audio wasn't great for their most of their set. It was like the drums were way high. The guitars were a little low. Uh, Todd Latore's voice, his vocals were a little low at some time, but Holy crap, man, the set list for Queensryche was phenomenal. If you're an old school Queensryche fan, um, they played a lot of shit off like raised to order. Um, they, they played empire. They played a lot of shit from operation Mindcrime. Uh, only they played two new songs, of course, which uh, that new song in Extremist, killer fucking song. But when uh, I, when they did Eyes of a Stranger, man, everybody was just, was just singing, and then it, it, they they put on a fucking great show. Unfortunately, the audio didn't live up to it, but holy crap, dude, Judas Priest, this was their their 50 years of metal tour. And their fucking set list was all 50 years of their career. That's cool. It was amazing. They were doing stuff from like Sad Wings of Destiny and all the way back in the early seventies. They did stuff. They did a song on painkillers and new shit. And they did beyond the realms of death, which is probably one of my top five Judas Priest songs and maybe one of my top five or 10 songs of all time. That song is amazing. Um, it's all about, you know, loss and death and stuff like that. And I was there with our buddy, our, our buddy Colin. Man, he, and when they started playing that song, it was like, it was like an, an emotional moment of that show. It was so amazing to hear him. Uh, Rob, Rob Halford, he's, he's 71 years old. That guy can still fucking belt out a fucking song. He doesn't move around a lot anymore, but, um, Man, he's such a good singer still. Hmm. Um, I was hoping Tipton would show up, but he did not show up at this show. It was the last show of the tour. Um, so we finally got to the merch line at one point and there was no tour shirts in my size that had like the dates on the back. So I wound up getting this... Uh, it, it's a, a picture of it's Tipton on the front and it says Judas Priest logo and it says 50 years of metal, but the back of it... Talks about the um, the charity that he has for Parkinson's disease, and part of the proceeds for the shirt goes to that. Mm. I was like, okay, that was it. Worked out that I got that shirt because it actually has more meaning. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Yeah, I forgot that that's why he had left. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: he's he'll every once in a while he'll be able to come out and yeah. play, but uh, you, you can't you can't you never know. Uh, and they just performed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, which we're not going to get me started on what a bullshit thing that really is, but I really enjoy the, the, the show that they put on the, yeah. Uh, and when Judas Priest came out there, it was fucking, it was KK. It was Tipton. It was, uh, Les Banks. They're one of the original drummers. It was, uh, Scott Travis on the current drummer. Um, almost everybody in the Dolly band, Parton, Dolly. Well, <laughs> Rob Halford uh did sing along to Jolene with Dolly Parton. That was a fucking amazing <laughs> moment. I'm like what the hell is going on? But it was I mean it was like I had, it wasn't just him. It was like Simon Le was up there and like Cheryl Crow and all these singers were uh the uh Annie Lennox was up there all this oh, Yeah. It was just it was just weird seeing like Rob Halford singing with these people. I'm like okay, cool. Um but yeah i i love Judas priest i've always been a huge fan
1: i i've that one kind of slipped past me i i remember when the tour got announced and then i just kind of fell off my radar i've still never seen Judas priest live and i i I, I might never at this point i understand but uh,
2: i would have bought you a ticket too because uh that, remember uh, I went to see that Pussifer show and they, that was one of the that night I was there. They're like, "Hey, twenty dollar tickets to see Judas Priest," mm. and I would have definitely bought you one, dude. But man, um, I'm looking, I'm looking at their, their set list. But uh, you got
3: another thing coming, Dave. <laughs> okay,
2: when you know you're in for a weird uh, night of songs when the third song in the set was, you've got another thing coming.
0: Third not the, song, not.
2: Yeah, not an encore song or towards the end, but the third song. It was pretty crazy.
1: I wouldn't want if that as were, a set ender or an encore song anyway. Yeah,
2: I mean, to me, encore, they a, back, to me, that's a third
1: song of the set song.
2: It, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they came back out. Uh, they barely did an encore. Like, like they were gone for like 15 seconds, and Halford comes out on his bike and goes straight into Hellbent for Leather. You know, nice. Like, oh my god. Um, they did Green Man alishi they did Screaming for Vengeance, uh they did fucking like Genocide, um Jawbreaker. I mean, they pulled some old school songs out. Phenomenal concert. I knew a lot of people there too, so it was a it was a very fun show. Name one other song of Judas Priest, George.
3: Breaking the Law.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> they played that song. Name one more.
3: I couldn't tell you.
2: I don't know that one. I don't know. What about you, Dave? What's your favorite uh, Priest song or album?
1: Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I'm not nearly as big of a fan as you are. Um, I'm not as knowledgeable on on Judas Priest. Um, I'm not really going to have a satisfactory answer. I I kind of... uh, they're, they're a band that I I get bits and pieces of and I enjoy. Uh, them.
2: They're on your periphery, kind of. Yeah, and I yeah. Have, I have a lot
1: of respect for them for what they've done and the influence yeah. that they've had. It's just uh, I've not spent tons of time personally diving into their stuff. Yeah, um, I like them. I think they're they're great and deserve uh, the uh, the credit that they get. Uh, yeah. It's just I haven't spent tons of time there,
2: so. That's cool. Um, that, like I posted, they're like they. I think these guys are going to go somewhere. Give them another fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty great though. Um, I do. Let's get into uh, George Hage Metal real quick. Um, I do want to talk about uh, the new Metallica song. Have you guys heard it? Yeah, I have. You've heard it, Dave? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I want to get your opinion, George, since you're uh, you like more of the newer Metallica than. We do? Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on the new was it called? Nox um
3: Lux Eternia or something like that.
2: Yeah, Lu- I can't I'm trying to pull up the name of the song. Go ahead and let's what's your opinion on it?
3: Uh it's okay. It's it feels like uh Lux Eterna.
2: A I thought
3: it was Eternia. Anyway, uh anyway, um let me see. I, I enjoyed a lot of the songs from the last studio album, which was in like 2016. 2017, I think. 2017. Anyway, wasn't that, that too I, long. That
2: ago. I cannot agree with you on.
3: There was a lot <laughs> of good songs on there, I think. I think uh, Hardwire and Spit Out the Bone are mm. like notable good songs on that album. Mm. Um, And I thought they were like, oh, this is like, you know, Going to show that they're going to move in uh, that direction and continuously, you know, do something surprising. Well,
2: they are going by their schedule, putting an album out every seven to eight years <laughs> and then touring like a motherfucker on it.
3: So, anyway, I needless to say, I uh, was not a huge fan of this song. I didn't really enjoy it. I probably would never listen to it again. Really? Yeah. Dave, what about you? I liked it better
2: than that
1: um i did too I feel like it's one of the stronger things they've put out in a long time oh, i yeah. i think
2: uh it was most, very mo- it's
1: very motorhead influenced very yeah. rock and roll yeah uh and i for, for for me um saint anger is just a travesty
0: mm-hmm.
1: beyond that point everything they've put out like they may have an album's a short album's worth of good songs in everything they've put yeah. out since then. <laughs> um I or like an EP. No, I I'll I'll give them a little like there's stuff off of Death Magnetic that I do like. There are some good Yeah, I like some of those
3: songs too. Um, yeah.
1: They're and and hardwired Self Destruct I thought was better than Death Magnetic was. Um but
3: See it was progressively getting better and I thought they were gonna progressively got better as well, but they didn't
1: uh i disagree i think this is them getting better i think this is i them. do too uh i mean fuck kirk hammett had a guitar solo That's like know. he remembered that he could do that uh
2: <laughs> that was impressive in its own right um when that came on when that solo came on i'm like oh my god and then in the, there know, was, like, the he didn't even use red. a wah pedal he used a whammy though that's legit though that's fine I was sort of impressed by the new Metallica song. It's not so
3: you're a fan of Metallica all of a sudden, huh?
2: Oh, uh, I'm jumping on that bandwagon.
3: And yeah, that's new. Um,
2: bandwagon. I I I like. It's very like like I mentioned earlier, it's very Motorhead. That I'm wondering <laughs> if Lars is going to be able to pull this song off live because there's a lot of double a lot bass, of double in this bass
3: track. in it. Yeah, a lot of double yeah. bass in that song. I uh, I like the. I, I think what I don't like about the song is I don't really like James Hetfield's lyrics, and I think a little too tame and a little too uh i don't know it wasn't thrashy enough for me to be a metallica fan and i and i like it when they're thrashy and they weren't too thrashy on this
2: so um we're, we are having a lot of technical difficulty so we're going to sort of like wrap this up pretty soon but so we'll so we'll make
3: metallica the george hates metal song of the day that it was
2: george hates metal it was uh metallica yeah. whatever the fuck that song was called uh, Lux Eterna. <laughs> Lux
3: Eterna.
1: Lux
2: Eterna. That's George Hates Metal. He did not like it, and we did. Which we is weird. Like, very weird. So uh, I do want to mention i I'll, I'll
1: say like uh if if they can lean into this, I'm yeah. a little bit more excited to I don't see think what they're going the next album really. looks like.
2: I think some uh, of the songs are not gonna
1: be as good as this. Yeah. That's why I'm only tentatively uh hopeful about <laughs> about it I, yes. I i i reserve the right to hold on to my trepidation about <laughs> where <laughs> where the rest of this goes
2: i want to i want to mention a couple bands real quick that i've been listening to um i want to uh, give uh credit and notice to the brand new in the woods album called diversum um i've had this promo for like three or four months and i fucking love this album so much um it's way far different than what they used to be because uh if you don't know who they are um they're former members of green carnation way back in the day and there used to be like just raw metal now just like they're like this progressive um doomy side to them but it's like enslaved progressiveness you know Uh, a lot of there's new vocalists on this album a lot of clean vocals um but it's just super good if you like bortnagar and that type of progressive uh, avant-garde-ish metal. I think you'd really dig this album. It's really catchy, really great songwriting. Um, the new Antimatter album came out. That's really, really good if you like them. Um, the, there's a band called Dream Unending, which is really cool. Uh, it's like psychedelic uh, doom metal. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, I want to talk about uh, this band called Induction. Looks like a fucking Ice to Earth album cover, <laughs> but uh, if you like super heavy metal based, like power metalish stuff, like Blind Guardian, that type of stuff, it's very much in that vein. Um, What's the name of it? Induction. induction? Yeah, the album is called Born from Fire. Uh, and there's another band called Moonshade that I really have been into recently. Um, new album out. Uh, it's called As We Set the Skies Ablaze. If you really um, it's it's very well done like death doom uh progressive death doom i want to mention the new threshold album which i fucking love threshold uh english uh symphonic you know heavy metal progressive uh I, i really like those guys um there's a band called vanguard that nobody really is talking about um, the album's called the power that you hold George. I think you would actually really dig this band Vanguard. Um, they, uh, they just play like a, they, it's a very 90 style era of just like heavy metal, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think you would actually really dig them. I w- please check them out and let me know what you think. And, uh, last thing I want to talk about this band called M M X X. Have you guys heard about these at all? No. Oh, you mean 2020? 2020, 2020, um yeah so this is uh Peaceful Records or I'm sorry Candlelight Records put this album out. Um and they basically yeah they started writing it in during 2020 during the pandemic and um it, it they they, they there's a different vocalist on each song. Um Miko from Swallow the Sun, Dan Swano, uh Aaron
1: Stainthorpe.
2: Aaron Stainthorpe from, uh, from My, dying, the, my bride. dying Bride, Mick uh, Moss
1: from uh anti right that's antimatter, matter yeah nick Nick
2: Ma- yeah. uh, moss i'm sorry uh some of the band members are uh, one of the main songwriters was in that band daylight dies if you know them um the singer from that uh from that band is in here too so if you like progressive uh really really well done death doom check out this band it's it's probably 2020 but mmxx whatever um it's it's phenomenal. MMXX
1: is Roman numerals for 2020.
2: I did know that. Okay. I did know that. <laughs> but I don't know how they want their n- band name pronounced. You know what I mean? Probably
1: not MMXX. That's going to be my <laughs> guess.
2: <laughs> it's MMXX. <laughs> but yeah, I, w- w- however they, they want their name pronounced, whatever, check them out. I think they're really, really good killer stuff.
1: I'm going to throw Easy. a couple onto your pile. Yeah, it was, it was um, like Obsidious uh, album is iconic. Uh, this is some former members of, um, oh shit. I'm going to go blank on their is name. This is it Obscura?
2: Now. The, Obscura.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew it was an <laughs> o, o band. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I've heard uh, this. It's very, uh, it's definitely just some tech, do, uh, tech metal stuff in there.
1: Yeah. But it's but very, it's very melodic. Yeah. It's very proggy. Vocals. A lot of clean vocals, very proggy, very melodic. Uh, pretty solid album. I'm, I'm digging yeah. it. Um, another one. This one I had never heard of. This band. I don't actually. Let me check. I don't even know if they have other material. Oh, they do indeed have other material. Uh, band I've not listened to before called Psychonaut.
2: Um, I've played the game
3: before on the. Band. Have you talked about Psychonaut? Yeah, I've talked about them on the show.
2: I've played the game. Um.
1: Have you listened to the new album, George? violate consensus Uh, reality i
3: want to tell you right now if i've have
1: um it it just kind of rolled up on me and uh i was going to check it out based on the name i was expecting something different Mm -hmm.
3: um the only thing i have listed is like i've listened to a few of their singles i didn't realize the whole album has come out yet
1: uh it's good um good stuff it's i was expecting more of a uh just based on the name i was expecting more of a like straight stoner rock vibe uh Mm -hmm. like psychedelic uh and i mean it has there's a stoner rock like core to it i think but the whole thing as a whole feels very 90s to me like there's kind of a grunge there's like a, a stoner rock grunge, yeah, Mastodon Foo Fighters feel.
2: That's what the to you, this stuff you mentioned that band Vanguard. They're very much in that same vein, right? Okay, there. I think you would dig them too.
1: Well, I'm sorry, George. I didn't remember that you had discussed this band prior. It's totally but, fine. You are uh, forgiven, sir. I. Uh, but I yeah, this is good. I, I I it was not what I was expecting it to be, but it ended up being cooler than I thought uh, than I was expecting it to be as well. So yeah, check that one out. Two
3: songs I have uh, mentioned on the show where all your gods have gone. Mm -hmm. And what was the other song? Hold on. I'm pulling it up right now and uh, violate uh, conscious reality.
1: Yeah. Violate. Yeah. That's the, uh, the title track violate consensus reality.
2: I'll have to check it out. I know I think we've probably listened to them when you mentioned before, George. Do you have any bands on your recommendation?
3: I have not. I haven't had a chance to listen to anything new in the past couple of weeks. I've okay. been busy with you know holiday stuff and stuff around the house. So I've heard a lot of Christmas music and a lot of Taylor Swift lately. So I can talk about that extensively.
2: Uh, <laughs> let's not. We'll, we'll be good without that. Um, you did mention Obscura. I do want to mention they announced a tour today that is pretty fucking killer. So um, Obscura is doing a co-headlining tour with Flesh God Apocalypse. Oh, uh, God. And Wolfhard and Sulkandra are be, opening bands.
1: That's going to be... Uh,
2: it's going to be that, brutal, man. Yeah. That, <laughs> that Sulkandra band is a band I never thought I would ever see perform live. I'm excited for that. And you know my there's love of Wolf Farm, So much, so.
1: so much skill in that show. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna, I would be, I, I still haven't, I, I missed uh, Flesh God Apocalypse the last time they came through. I, I'd really like to see them. Yes,
2: they were great. They played with, uh, I think it was with Hypocrisy when I saw them at mm. Scout Bar. But yeah, Obscura feels like the sort of like the odd man out because they're very more tech desk, but I like when there's different styles of bands together, you know?
1: don't want to be all exactly the same but i mean yeah. the uh there's certainly a uh through current there of very skill oriented <laughs> <laughs> music there's going to be a lot of uh showing off as far yes. as you know a hey, lot of look guitar look, winkery look what i can do
2: <laughs> and, and the <laughs> yeah. uh the houston date is march 10th at the white oak music hall if you're if you guys are local but well, yeah check out the the full tour dates i'm excited for this show. Um Let's so at that moment, let's get into what's tickling our geeks and let's wrap it up because uh, there's a show next week I'm excited for. Um, and that's the Sewin' and Oceans of Slumber show that's coming to, to uh, Scout Bar.
1: I'm going to ride your coattails on that one. That one's mine too. I've been looking forward to seeing Sewin' live for a very long time. Me too.
2: And you know, uh, Oceans is on this tour, uh, it's only um, guitar. Vocals was Cami and piano only was Daubert. There's no drums. Yeah, it's not. It's very, it's very interesting. It's been going over really, really well. So I'm excited for that. That's very uh, cool. I
3: think that might be the show I'm going to try to go and see with you guys. Let's actually. do it, man. This, this, uh, it's, it all depends on my work schedule. Yeah, I, ha- I have a super crazy work week next week but hopefully i can make it happen and I it's will... next
2: thursday is that correct yeah the eighth yeah. yeah
3: i have it listed on my calendar to go yeah but uh
2: i've been uh, listening to a lot of sewing in preparation for that
3: they also came out with a live album recently they
2: I did think. yeah it's kind of weird because uh, it's
3: it's a
1: it's a live stream live album oh story. is it from the live stream yeah. Okay. Um, so it it's it's pretty good. I haven't listened to all of it, but it's it's pretty good. It's uh but it yeah, there's no crowd. So yeah, like, a lot of the bands, you know
2: all the bands that did those live streams are now releasing them is is product, yeah. which is great. They should, you know.
3: You gotta make that money.
2: Um cool. I, that'd be fun all hanging out all of us hanging out together. Yeah, I think it would What'd be you? the
3: first time we actually all go to a concert together. Would Catherine go? Uh I'll ask her. I don't think she's interested, but I'll ask her.
2: I mean, play her the music first. See if she likes sewing. She does She might.
3: She, she doesn't.
2: Okay, whatever. <laughs> what about what about your wife, Dave? Oh, she loves sewing. She's, okay. she's going to be there. Cool. Uh,
3: and as far as what's tickling my geek, uh, I mean, I'm really excited to check out Willow, and I'm uh, really excited that the Indiana Jones trailer exists, and it doesn't look like it's going to suck, so...
2: So we need to wrap up this episode so uh, George can finish fapping to it.
3: That's right. I can only I can only go as fast as uh, as that whip can go.
2: Does it make your whip hard? You're gonna whip it good. I'm gonna whip. You're trying to come go up with all kinds of that scene at the end where he's at the table and he's whip, trying to whip everybody and like yeah, he's, he's all pulling like, out their guns.
3: Stay back. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> funny. It's fucking great. It's a great like it's a good way to. Call to back do to a callback, a, a, to yes. callback oh. and also flip it on its head. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's really good. Also, that I'm really, I'm really curious. He's he calls himself the godfather uh, of this chick, whoever the fuck she is.
2: Uh, it's like Phoebe Waller-Bridge's or something like that.
3: Yeah, I'm talking about her character, right? I, I'm trying to figure out who her dad is and how he's the godfather. There you go. I'm going to guess that she is the short round daughter. No, a daughter of uh what's his name who got lost in his own museum
2: oh marcus oh. brody
3: marcus brody i think she's going to be the daughter Maybe. Of Marcus brody
2: do you think short round will make an appearance i mean no. kia Quan is now an actor again it's not gonna happen oh don't don't run don't run my night Come it's on.
3: not gonna happen and you know it's not
2: it but it might be a variant of him. we don't know
3: <laughs> also it's you know it's better sweet. It's the last time he's gonna wear the yeah. hat and swing the, the whip you know
2: and at least they're not going with Shia LaBeouf in this movie.
3: Well, I don't think Shia, anybody wants Shia LaBeouf. No. And on uh, that note, let's end good it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do a little bit of housekeeping real quick. So thank you guys for tuning into the episode, uh, episode number 228 of the metal geeks podcast. Of course, you can find us on the internet at metalgeeks.net geeks.net. We're on all the social media places. Uh, at Metal Geeks, we're uh, we're doing really well on Spotify. I was really happy with those numbers.
3: Yeah, those, yeah, those cool. numbers were pretty cool to see.
2: So, if you guys are checking us out, and wherever you're at, if you're on a if you're on Spotify or Apple Music, or you're downloading on your favorite podcasting app, thanks for tuning in. If you if this is your first time checking us out, welcome to the club. Uh, if you're on Facebook, <laughs> check us out in the Metal geek Society. We have a lot of fun there. Um, we're also proud members of the ESO network. So check us out at ESO network.com. A lot of killer, uh, geeky shows that make up that network. Um, am I forgetting anything for the metal geeks here? I think I got it all, huh?
3: Yeah. For the most part, I just want to say great numbers. Uh, congratulations guys. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, if you like the show guys, please interact with us on our Facebook page. Let us know what you, what you want to hear? What you want to talk to us directly? We're we not completely uh, untouchable or uh, unattainable <laughs> as far as uh,
2: we got to put you. We got to put George's ego in check. So
3: that's not true because I'm the one who's always right on the show. Everyone else <laughs> is just just second fiddle, to be honest.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, I just I just wanted to make sure that uh, I, I reiterate that it's really cool and thank you yeah. everyone who's.
2: I reiterate this. Yeah, I those, much. Yeah, I, those, I was super happy to read that. Um, it, you know, w- we want that feedback. We want that interaction. So check us out on the Facebook group, the Metal Geek Society. You can send us an email, MSRcast at gmail. If you have any kind of topics you want us to talk about, um, you know, we're we're still working on a lot of cool stuff behind the scenes, but you know. Sometimes real life gets in the way. So we're still working on a lot of, I think really cool things that are coming up probably hopefully in the next year. So uh, thanks for being with us for these holy, almost 11 past 11 years for the show. And Damn. yeah, I know. Right. But well, thanks to you guys for being on the show for so long. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure. Um, thank you, people- sir. Thank well, you
3: for facilitating the space. No,
2: thank you. Thank <laughs> you.
3: Actually, that's uh, that's, that, that's that's where You're you can welcome. find that's me perfect. at thank you.com. No, I'm sorry. Thank you.
2: Um, so, where can people find you, George? Where can people find you on the internet?
3: Uh, you know, I would say you can find me on Twitter, but that's becoming like a like, like a hot hotbed of like craziness. Okay, I uh, said
2: all the socials. We're still there, but uh, we're, we're we there. I just we're not partic- paying for any blue checks.
3: I'm just also not really participating in the craziness that's happening over there in Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so I spend a lot of time on uh, Instagram now. I guess so. You can find me there at, at uh, George Tripsis on all the social medias. I'm really accessible. Uh, I'm also on the Metal Geeks page from time to time. So uh, you know, reach out to me there.
2: Dave,
1: you can find me at Red Viking Dave, uh, and at a local art market. If you're in the Houston area,
2: local art market coming to you. Do you, uh, do you have your, like your schedule on your socials or anything? So people can find you, uh, as far as the events that I'm doing. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, not currently. I'm still getting some stuff finalized. Um, I still have a couple of dates to nail down, but, uh, I'm going to be pretty busy over the next few weekends. So
2: awesome. If you want to support, you know, what Dave does, buy some of his artwork. It's, it's amazing. Buy my art. Buy it, support local artists. That's right. Support or abort, as I used to say.
0: Support or abort.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks again uh, to everybody for hanging out with us again. Uh, As always, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it metal,
3: and keep it indie.
2: I was going to say keep it indie. Damn it!
3: (laughs) Ha ha! Beat you to the punch.
2: You can also keep it geeky, but yeah, keep it indie.
3: Crack out that whip, indie. (laughs)
2: Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, Geekers Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit
1: MetalGeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. At the 42Cast, we want to bring you everything. And that's why we've jam-packed the next few months with as much as we can. You not only get the same reviews, topics, and interviews that you did before, you also get screen reads, where we compare a movie to its source material, or role models, where we talk about tabletop gaming. It's never been a more exciting time to check out our show. It's your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything, so why not check it out? We can be found on most podcasting platforms, and we are a
3: proud member of the ESO Network.